0: Hello and welcome to a Batman 75th anniversary special of The Nerds Who Haunted Themselves, the only podcast that has danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. He did not care for it. Uh, I am Stuart Moraine, I'm joined as always by... Andy Hanks. And we are joined by... Ben from Bradline. And because John's heading to a Jew South convention in Canada, we've brought uh, <laughs> we've, we've in a replacement. Uh, Andrew Stevens. And um, yeah, on this podcast we're going to be talking all things Bat, and a little Jew South now. <laughs> I can't get over the the image of John's love of a mountain. Man. So Wait, it's either that or like Nick Fury and heartbeat. He's headed to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Nineties flashback, all over again. If John doesn't come out with a knitted Diefenbaker baker then <laughs> no, he needs to come back and you've been replaced by somebody else. <laughs> deep undercover, okay. and then he spends an entire episode trying to get like imprinted by sandwiches. <laughs> Fuck Batman, we're doing <laughs> you sex. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so we're uh, going all Kevin Smith and babbling about the bat on this one, but without the sexualized innuendo. Speak, Speak for yourself. <laughs> 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 Alright. The is drawn. This <laughs> side of the table. <laughs> table one side of the table, it's all coming in your ears. <laughs> you have to pay extra for that. <laughs> so I guess we go back to the beginnings for Batman. Um, created by Bob Kane controversially um, where do we all stand on the Bill Finger deserves a co-credit don't really know much about it I just know they both
1: existed <laughs> <laughs> probably does not really add much to it I'll do a we should have checked his
0: Batman credentials before we invited him <laughs> wait this is Batman <laughs> Moonlight <laughs> <laughs> the idea of just doing a podcast on Moonlight uh, <laughs> three minutes long Six issues. (laughs) Thanks for that, Warren and Declan. (laughs) Shortest podcast (laughs) ever. Midnight. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. I'm a a big believer of anyone that's involved in the early sort of process deserves a co credit. Yeah. Um, But it's very telling, you know, if people are if the creators themselves don't feel they want it. Yeah, I think that's. The issue, I mean, that's what Neil Adams said, because obviously Neil Adams fought for Jerry Seagull and Joel Shuster to get their names back on Superman. It was the creators of... But they, you know, they wanted it, they fought for it, whereas Bill Finger was happy to... I think the, the thing was that Bob Kane was a better businessman than he was writer or artist. Also yeah. And knew how to play the system. I think it's one of those ones where you look at it and just think, if a creator isn't here to speak... Can we really start kicking over yeah, deals yeah. and, and things on their behalf is not really on. But uh, as I say, I still believe that if you are fundamentally involved with the creation of a character, then you should both both artist writer. Frankly, even as far as if, if you have a colourist heavily involved in the early yeah works of it, then you know, it should definitely be everyone involved. Even, frankly, dare I say it, the editors if they have a decent pitch. This is the thing I find more and more frustrating with comics. And it, it happens even with our reviews, is trying to remember to acknowledge everybody I think auteur in film has pushed us to the idea that you thank the writer or the artist in the comics and forget about everyone yeah. else or penciler and writer well I was going to try and because they're <clears throat> making more of a thing about the Incas now certainly DCR with yeah. the Superman 32 review I did for you which um, I wanted to try and talk about the Incas but I was kind of like I've got nothing really to really say about the inks. it's kind of like how did that start talking what? about the inking without yeah, and it was very nicely coloured in. I do think it is one of those ones where it requires you to have some knowledge of the process. As, almost as an artist, an art, a comic art historian, to really be able to separate it. So while, as I say, it's one I struggle with, Yeah, it's the same as if you read a film review and someone in the review credits a cinematographer, and someone on the you know production team says, like, well, actually, that decision was made by someone else. Like yeah. someone Or actually, no, that footage was shot by the B-roll team. You know, but just because we didn't watermark every yeah. bit for you guys, it is, is, is tricky. You know, as I say, the alter theory pushes us to the idea that one person has a voice. Yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily the case. It's these, a lot of these things that we love, film and comics, are a collaborative process. So, I mean, there does seem to be more of a thing of the older artists starting to get their credit back. Jerry Robinson was reinstated as the co creator of The Joker. Mm. I noticed when Dark Knight came out. They made a big thing about that, which Yeah, it's fair enough. Quite so. But, um, yeah, it's a tricky, I mean, it was a very different time then anyway, it was very much, they didn't really expect the characters to stick around for 75 years. Yeah, they were creating pulp material, it was work for hire, you move on, job done, you know. You don't often hear of people that worked in advertising demanding, um, you know, a credit for a character they created for the company because they knew the contract they signed at the time. So again, it's one of those really tricky ones where, from just a, I don't know, from, from a, point of view of what I believe is morally right it should be that everyone should be yeah. credited but at the same time I appreciate that that's not really realistic in a lot of cases Like I, say, I think Bob Kane was to a certain degree the George Lucas of his day and he had the foresight to secure his rights on it Yeah. don't mention George Lucas, I keep thinking of prequels <laughs> and I do not want that people am keeping prequels well I was going to say that's that Dolphin TV series yeah. quite right so, has anybody ever read Detective 27? It's been reprinted several times. It's available digitally. I free. did once upon a time, but it, it really hasn't left any memory. That's not no. a good thing. I, uh, my mem- sort of again, same as Superman, you know, you look at Hulk. Some of these characters, it takes a good couple of years to really get the bits we take for granted now. Yeah. To appear. You know, it's, what, a good almost year or more, is it, before Robin turns up? Yes, I think so. Um, yeah. I quite like it. It's... I mean, it's very much a piece of its time, but I, I'm also quite a fan of old comics as well. Sort of that weird pulpy era of the 30s, 40s, and then into the kind yeah. of sort of 50s, 60s sort of thing before I brought it all back in the 70s. But um, I quite like that it's you don't find out who Batman is until the very end of Detective 27, oh. which I thought yeah. was quite a nice touch, which I never realised until i read it. I just always assumed that you'd go straight in oh, with the, uh, know, the was bat it? smashing. It was, it was Alfred.
1: Where is it? Yeah, uh, the Batman did it. <laughs> Chief Bahara
0: all along. I Probably going to say Clark Kent for a second. Probably the masterpiece. See, they it did that. The uh, Detective Comics twenty-seven. So uh, for New Fifty-two, when they retold it, so twenty-seven might be twenty. Yes, remember when it was when they kind of redid it when it Brad Meltzer wrote a new version of the story. Yeah, with some slightly polished sort of dialogue, and they had um, I want to say Hitch, but it might have been Finch. But uh, I mean, it's the one that we're giving away free on the impending Batman Day. Cheap hug. Um hint, hint, really that uh, like. That it's quite a nice little piece. for more non mornings. Yeah, if you listen to this as soon as it goes up, it's uh, this is Batman Day. It's right out. If you're listening on Wednesday the twenty third, this is Batman Day. Get down to Line now. Get your free shit. <laughs> Buy some stuff as well. Bastards. Are
1: you dressing up as Batman?
0: No. No, <laughs> no. Well, although he's dressing up as Dark Knight Returns, Robin, There was an amazing one-off issue of, um, of I think it was Legends of the Dark Knight pre-New Fifty Two, where a guy wakes up in an alleyway. Yes, I want to talk Batman about this later. Like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, okay we'll come back to that. That's one of my favourite okay. Batman stories. <laughs> like, Congrats, I could dress up Batman. that's <laughs> <laughs> one of my oh, favourite. I know that. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, okay, we'll come back to that. then. So that was on my list <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this one's so obscure nobody's going <laughs> to know about it Me, <laughs> <It's laughs> mean I've never read anything in my life once you read that you can't unread it it's a oh, great story isn't it? yeah but it's, it's just, just- there's Batman stories that you expect, there's some Batman stories that catch you by surprise, and then there's that story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it exists in its own sort of bubble because it's got that whole thing of demystifying Batman by having him stood on the street at the end with Gordon telling the guy that next time he wants to do some sexy roleplay not to dress up as Batman. Because yeah. Robin is sick, kids.
1: It sounds like we are about totally if we just roll. it. Let's, let's just go with just it. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah
0: because if there's ever been something that I wanted to see like a fan a well a good budget fan <laughs> film done yeah. of it's that story because I mean uh, you've got the wonderful Batman versus Aliens versus Predators yes, sort of yes. thing that that was movie, which was great but that story rise right, fully formed as a short you yeah. know, it should just be short I just absolutely love it because you're reading it and you're slightly <laughs> getting more annoyed that Batman's such a bell end in it and then you find <laughs> out at the end that that's what it was that they were doing sexy <laughs> role play and he fell out the window yeah. this is where the girl burst I mean for those of you that haven't read it there's a Legend of the Dark Knight issue where um, yeah, Batman wakes up in anyway. alleyway <laughs> Uh, with no real memory of what he was doing, but looks down and sees he's in a Batman costume, so he must be Batman, so continues to do what he's doing badly, and as Stuart says, was such a bell end for the whole <laughs> whole issue. And um yeah, at the end it's as as like the girdle bursts and his actual huge tummy comes <laughs> flopping out. There's a word a phrase I didn't expect to say tonight. And uh, and a few other bits and pieces kind of across the way you realise that it is just some horrible aging Gothamite indulging in sexy roleplay, and the real Batman turns up at the end to kind of tie a eagle bow on the whole story. It's great. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Copies. It is a very long <laughs> comicsology. I, I don't think it's available in any graphic novels. I certainly can't get you a copy, so I'm not doing myself a disservice, although if you do want to buy it through proudlinedigital.co.uk we will get something out of that but Legend of the Dark Knight <laughs> I was is thinking about earlier.
1: we will need a plug valve next time
0: shots as well oh, just but I'll, I'll have a look actually see if we can find the issue number Um because that is superb because it's it's just a short seven or eight page story in the back isn't it because Legends of the Dark Knight used to have the main story and then they'd have a I like, thought it was I thought like, it was the main yeah, story yeah it it no it wasn't it was. it was one of the back stories I've got it in my long box somewhere but yeah me too I've got one as well yeah, I've got it as well, because there was a period, because I think Detective Comics had short stories in the back as well. That's right, yeah, yeah. I think that was most of the story, I have to say. But um, I know Legend of the Dark Knight went through several formats. I, I know it wasn't it was the like, first story in the book, I know it was the one at the back of the book. Isn't that weird? It's certainly... just stuck
1: in our heads. That really bizarre, oh, random... <laughs> it's
0: it's certainly well, partly because of the same thing as Ben, I thought that would be a great Batman short film to make. Because we all oh, like the it. idea of Batman role and And probably one that could re- relatively easily be done, because you're not requiring somebody to be an awesome Batman, so... <laughs> Budget wise, it would be relatively cheap. <laughs> oh, <dear>. Podcast <laughs> golders. <laughs> and they text each other. <laughs> like 12 year old girls. <laughs> Did you see X Factor? <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Um, All right, let's go around the table then and sort of like earliest sort of Batman memories. Thing that got you into Batman. Don't be the Alan. Oh, okay. It will be me first time. That wasn't clunky. Um. <laughs> So we don't do smooth <laughs> we don't edit yes, either so. as shocked as people may be we don't edit these things we just check like them straight up online tone? it's not like a Michael Bay film where everything's edited there'd be three in a half seconds that's why we don't have a theme tune because we'd have to play it in live on a boombox <laughs> <laughs> bring guitars in who's a big one up Andy like uh, John Cusack can Say Anything just holding the boombox about <laughs> playing our theme tune while well, we lie on a bed ignoring him <laughs>
1: Put less than six seconds, so we're gonna have to pay copyright
0: on it. <laughs> I think you can talk over it if you talk over it, you don't have to pay for it. Oh, that's alright then, but yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, I me, think I know what it's going to be for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the Batman anime for me being at night. It's good, I remember watching that all the damn time, but especially with that intro as well. Just permanently stuck in my head whenever I think Batman, that's the first thing that pops into my head. It's that intro and that music, yeah, just instant clicks. No comic has ever come close to replacing that image. That's straight away what's in there. It's unique as a series as well and it doesn't have the title card yeah. come up at all in the main credits. It. You yeah.
1: don't need it. Oh, yeah. i never cooked. Yeah.
0: For me, I vaguely remember on the Children's Channel before, cartoon, or possibly even Cartoon Network, way back when Sky first started, they did the reruns of the Hanna-Barbera New Adventures of Batman cartoon. Oh, yeah. And I remember the Adam West TV series getting reruns to the point where with the Tim Burton film when it was coming out I hated it because I thought that's not Batman <laughs> that's <laughs> a bit of a I mean it was about nine, 9 or 10 when it was 89 so yeah 9 and 10 do you remember this summer that summer when everyone was getting Batman shaved into the back of their heads stuff, like, that was weird
1: <laughs>
0: people just fucking cutting it into <laughs> themselves <laughs> I had a pair of Batman trainers way after the movie they were cheap in a shoe shop and I got a pair of Batman daps nice but, um, yeah, no, um, like I say, when the movie came out, I was like, that's not Batman. Batman doesn't, like, fucking throw people around and be all dark and shit. Then, you know, I discovered Where's comics. The atomic batteries to power and the turbines to speed. Where's Robin! Oh, <laughs> I'm out of this.
1: Where's idea. the Joker's
0: mustache? I love the idea of Robin <laughs> in a Tim Burton film. they
1: probably <laughs> be
0: getting killed off. It was going to be in Batman Returns. It going to oh. be Marlon Wayne's. Oh, God. Oh,
1: like right.
0: oh, Hello. He was. Is. It was actually written into the first film as well but they dumped it because there just wasn't enough screen time for it and then it was supposed to be in Batman Returns and they'd cast Marlon Wayans but then didn't do it. Didn't he get paid for it anyway? Yes, because when, same as um, the Billy Dee Williams got paid for Batman Forever or got paid off because yeah. he had a contract that meant that he was oh, to it. It's the Batcopter! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> We've broken too much copyright already. DC's on this. Some days you just can't <laughs> get rid of a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would have loved to have seen Billy D. Williams as Two-Face. To be fair, just end up. whenever I see him, i just seen Lando. So it would have been awesome, wouldn't it? And it would have come before the real sort of kickoff of people having issues with, with um colourblind casting. Yeah. You know, like the backlash to Kingpin and Dead which was just so yeah.
1: upsetting. I thought it was, it, was upsetting. A, well, it was fantastic. It was the best thing in my film in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely,
0: Definitely wasn't that evanescence at <laughs> oh. Oh, you, what
1: do so you, you
0: listen to while you're punching bags of sand and throwing sighs at them? The sound of my anger. Nah. However, <laughs> <we're laughs> the factory's
1: surely. Wasn't the U2
0: song the best bit of Batman Forever? That's that's a dangerous path to walk
1: in. <laughs> Oh, I I still love that song.
0: I can't endorse any Belen who wears sunglasses indoors. <laughs> <laughs> no Agent Colson. I don't know, the. uh well, Agent Colson's <laughs> different, he takes them off. Not at the moment, he doesn't. Well, yeah. That's a toy. That sounded wrong. He's not best friends with the Pope. (laughs) That coming to you, Agents of the Shield series 2, the Pope. But yeah. um, Andy, your first Batman experience,
1: memory? Right, okay. Um, I remember the Adam West because my mum absolutely hated it and I used to watch it on television I used to turn it over. You are such a rebel. It was
0: corruption.
1: It was. As far as I can work out, it was... My cousin brought round the art of the the Batman, the eight nine Batman movie book, and I and I remember looking. It was all, I remember it was a old, oh, it was a beaten copy, and I was looking for it. It, it was the film had only just come out, and of course we had the Batman beer and all that, and you know, very cool. And then I went to a car boot sale and picked up my first the lot Transformers. of <laughs> <laughs> oh, Transformers literally a load a load of comics and it was just it was almost a, a long box full of them and there was a load of Legend of the Dark Knight in it and that's kind of well, really where I started I think If the knows, and I, I, I think I literally have <laughs> backhounds <laughs> <laughs> it's like the
0: podcast it sounds like we're recording by the
1: beach <laughs> <laughs> Brighton and something it's, it's and so, all sound effects by the way sound effects on
0: location <laughs> 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 in a dog fighting club <laughs> no I am. Um, I had the same book the making of book because yeah, yeah. that's where I discovered the comics because it's got that really striking Neil Adams image of Batman running through the desert and that was the first sort of thing and that was my last impression of Batman in comics
1: Nice.
0: of how Batman looks in comics and that sort of thing um, and then I bought at the time the movie came out we were on holiday in Ibiza and in the Daily Express because that's what my dad used to buy. Don't judge me. Um, they were doing the serialised Batman, like three-panel daily strips. Um, so they were quite cool, and I bought a Batman comic in the airport that was a UK edition I had Michael Keaton on the cover.
1: And the trading cards as well. Doing the trading yes, cards. Yes, trading
0: cards. I was going to bring my trading cards, not even though. I was like, it's not a visual medium. at it can. So, but I mean, film-wise... Batman Returns really set me off on sort of Batmania. I mean I, I've always been a Superman kid until I sort of dropped out of comics then when I got back into um I was Green Lantern, then I got into Batman. Probably around the time Batman Games was coming in. Nice. But I I mean I love Nightfall and all that stuff. Nightfall's brilliant. But I did the individual, I used to buy books. did yeah. the radio adaptation, was that? Dirt you know, That was Dirt Mags. Yeah, they did Hitchhikers as well. Which is where the you mentioned, the the Superman ones before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. it was the Superman 1s and Batman Nightfall on cassette were in hard rotation nice. on my Walkman. Because I didn't have a TV in my room, so comics and... If I'd had a TV in my room, I wouldn't be into comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's a what if, one to happen. We'd I'd in be chat. into Saved by the Bell. We'd be doing a Saved by the Bell podcast now. Okay. It's like Alice Fools, <laughs> <you> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, screech! <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Actually, yeah, as um,
1: soon as there's 2 Anders, can we call him Screech from now
0: on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you brought it on yourself, <laughs> I will say two things. You dissed the bell. <laughs> I will say two things. One, it's better than Harry Potter. Two, it's better than McLovin, which are my other nicknames. So, some, mm. somewhere we can fuse those three together. But <laughs> not <they're> each. <laughs> you no, know, that sounds like you've got a speech impediment. <laughs> To be fair, Screech McLovin sounds like an amazing porn star It probably <laughs> is, isn't it? It sounds it like is a porn movie. Screech McLovin, The Boy Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a movie. With a magic wand. <laughs> he, he does have a reputation for being quite the ladies, man. <laughs> I'm not making any jokes about my wand. <laughs> uh, and the tone's on from the floor. Ah, oh, like Magic Mike. <laughs> Worst film about wizards ever. get my <laughs> <their> wand out. <laughs> that's more than a mouthful. Anyway... <laughs> Um, Yeah, your first impressions of Batman. (laughs) Now that we've talked about dicks. (laughs) The gloves are on. Batman 66, speaking of porn, considering the kind of stuff going on behind the scenes by all accounts. Yeah, no, Batman 66, I remember watching quite a bit of that and and enjoying that. I'm not sure if it was on ITV. Channel 4. Was it Channel 4? Channel 4, summer holidays. Um, Did you get excited when Batgirl appeared in the opening credits? Hells yeah. Wasn't that just the most exciting thing in the world ever? It's just like, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it a Batgirl episode? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'd never show them necessarily in the order of original transmission. No, because so be, one day it'd be from series one, the next day it'd be from series three then. So she used to sort of come and go a weird little, um, you know, her own version of Batcave where it was yeah. her uh, a dressing table. Yeah, that's around right. And, and stuff, but yeah, yeah. How sexy was she as Batgirl? Oof. I didn't yeah. think much of her as Barbara Gordon, but you know, short hair, didn't really do anything for no. me. Right long red hair and a cowl like a woman you can't see the face of like. I think that's why because I, so, I quite enjoyed the film Clueless so when they announced that Silverstone was going to be back. I was thinking yeah and then I read some stuff and they had to grease her into the costume I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I saw like the first couple of trailers for that film went like, nope not even going to weirdly ever. her suit's the only one that doesn't have nipples on it <laughs> weird that weird it's almost like Joel Schumacher had absolutely no interest in Alicia Silverstone's nipples <laughs> when, <laughs> I saw Bat Bat Man, when I saw Batman 's got nipples I thought yeah <laughs>
1: I'm so glad I'm on this side of the table (laughs) there was
0: nothing about Batman and Robin that inspired me at all it looked fucking dreadful I mean I I was a fan of Clooney then because I liked DR and I thought he'd be good and then there was a picture I remember we went to Otterco's and I bought the because I'd been collecting the making of books for each film so I bought that one and there was a picture of Bane grabbing Batman and sort of pulling him up and I was like this film could actually be awesome and I showed it to you and you're like shit to be honest
1: Jake Swanson yeah that was in
0: that and I was, was so page excited page. I went to the cinema to watch it and I was oh, shit it's <laughs> the only one of them I didn't watch in the end just the trailer and the reviews were enough for me to go no just no I mean, the holy rusted metal Ball. The, yeah. the previous one wasn't it that
1: was, <laughs> no, that was from Batman Robin, wasn't it Batman
0: when they get to Riddler's Island oh all it is isn't it no it is Yeah. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing about that is Val Kilmer's reaction just go kind of, huh? <laughs> And then Chris... Uh, the the hole in the middle. <laughs> the and, uh, great, it's all kind of rusty. <laughs> it was, so I watched that, and then I think, I must have been about seven or eight, and my grandparents uh, lived in Oldham, in the Greater Magister area. We'd go up and visit from time to time. My grandad would go every morning to get the paper. And I'd go with him, and um, and he'd pick me up a comic, it be you know, Transformers or... Something else, but of course, my parents kept pointing out that half the comics he was buying me, we were getting delivered to the house as well, so it was going to be waste of his money. <laughs> so I was steered towards picking something else, so I grabbed what was probably at the time for a seven-year-old a completely inappropriate '80s gritty Batman, and I remember being quite shocked at how different it was to the '66 series. Well, I remember when I got into comics just from the film because I think one of the first ones I picked up was Batman Venom. Um, again we'll come on to you later I absolutely love Batman oh, you
1: bastard that's another <laughs> one I was
0: going to bring out. I was going to go I think I have to sit <laughs> now and go through at some stage the um, one of the uh, art galleries to see if I can spot the cover because I never kept it and it was one I read out of sequence so I'd love to reread it now because it was you know it was probably the first US comic I held in my hands everything else that happened in the UK reprint so what was it was it a detective it was it's an issue it of Batman or detective and it had a sort of red well, it was from I Batman really cult know. was it you know when you just don't remember Cold anything? Was it. Brutal. <laughs> no, it was definitely part of the ongoing series. Yeah. I can remember that much. Um, it wasn't a mini series or anything like that. But um, yeah, it was one of those. Uh, whatever was the forerunner to Comac, so I had a, a horrible price sticker properly, you know, um, yeah. like bonded to the cover. Um, I never kept it in the end. It, it, I think it got chucked away because, of course, I'd not kept up with it in favour of other stuff. Yeah. that was the first US comic I ever had. It was Batman appropriately enough? So yeah. And then the animated, movie, the animated series and the you know finally you know, getting a chance to watch the first bird movie just before the second one came out. Yeah. So on and so forth from there. Well, I remember before Returns came out on Activities Week at school, I don't know if they still do that, but they, they used do. to do a thing where you have Activities Week. Yeah, yeah. the final yeah. week where they just skive off. Yeah. Where, uh, uh, and we did an IT thing, and we did a, like making a Batman and <laughs> Batman Returns. <laughs> that was just slave labor, Actually, <laughs> that's not skive. <laughs> I went to school in Brockwood, it's basically <laughs> community service <laughs> practice
1: making registration plates and cars <laughs> such, such a disaster digging dickers
0: yes. <laughs> sewing hessian sacks together <laughs> sandbag. he called it the chain gang but he called it outside <laughs> TV "Wipe my face no sir <laughs> wipe your face boy comes uh, <laughs> to strong proper if you're lucky you didn't get pregnant or start <laughs> what's for his name I've some weird Shawshank both. redemption school thing and because your name is Andy it's getting worse <laughs> <laughs> Really and crawled through a tunnel of <laughs> <history>. <laughs> this tunnel and If my Morgan Freeman impression was anything else, I would have definitely gone for it. It's probably <laughs> a play. You either get busy learning <laughs> or you're busy getting detention. Well, that was an interesting straw. Simon pink went there as well. It was just a nice little uh, thing. I don't. Top. Top I wish I could say Andy Stevens bought off. <laughs> on, hurry I wish I could tell you <laughs> before they that. Two things never happened after that day. <laughs> <He> Andy
1: <laughs> Stevens never did another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was going to go to d later with my jaw broken sixteen 696. <laughs> and he left. Right down him.
0: the name Screech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I've been to something completely new
1: and been half an hour, I've been given a nickname, and am one yeah. of us. One <laughs>
0: of us. It's alright, nobody listens to this, you'll be fine. I'll listen to it. I love it if you try. get into work next time. Yeah. After this goes up next Wednesday. There's a little banner up. Like Screech! A little banner, r- r- right, <laughs> little <laughs> little banner <laughs> up and everything Basically, it was like this all the biscuit game. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly nobody littered his Facebook wall with pictures of Screech. <sighs> time to go back into witness protection. <laughs> anyway... Batman! Oh yeah! <laughs> Never heard of it. This is why John went to Canada. <laughs> it's still not far enough. Inverted comment, in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> He's just at home, cribbing, holding his passport. Yeah, I think for all the hype in 89, it was 92, when Returns came out, that Bat Fever really, partly because I absolutely was in love with Michel Now no, let's be honest, the reason the second film was such a big hit was penguins with missiles strapped to their backs. Yeah, absolutely. And a b- big rubber duck. And one of those penguins still lives at Bird World over on Borton of the Water. Really? really? Yep.
1: Does he got a missile strapped to it? No,
0: no, no. Oh. Just, just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> he could never get it off <laughs> he's still got the helmet on the side. Maybe he just refused to take it off. he's walking, walking around, around the the, the spring-loaded toys. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. You no, know, when you buy toys <laughs> from car books, sometimes they're missing accessories <laughs> <laughs> they're penguins from Bird World. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, no, yeah, he's there. I found that
1: quite amazing. <laughs> hello there must be you. Must, must
0: be an old penguin, then. I'm oh, a <laughs> <he's, Yeah. laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a look in his eyes. <laughs> he's, he's, seen that, fans, he's been there, man. He's, he's been there, man. You weren't there. well I'm when he's got like a little penguin on tour. you keep following him round, <laughs> and I'm going to make you guys feel like really old and say that I was two when that film came out. <sighs> I was what 13? 13 13 thirteen? We'd been, yeah. Yeah, you same say, "Me, me, Yeah, like too." Yeah, yeah. yeah but that film is depressing in places. I love Batman it's on I like my, it. But it's but it's on my, is... I watch it every Christmas Eve. I absolutely, it's love really, it. if you rewatch it, it's so stylized.
1: Obviously, it's yeah. Burton, but it's just even things like we well, you know it's like all the cars are exactly the same make. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's massively out? not Batman at all.
1: Was that like the first time Batman was ever at Christmas?
0: Yes, because I know it's been known he cried about his parents. <was>. <laughs> but <laughs> it worked with Diana. <laughs> <if it's working. laughs> No, that's a crossover. Bruce Wayne, see, Bruce Willis. I want amazing. to see this as a crossover. Batman in negative Tower. What's the worst that could But <laughs> I know most people hate Batman Returns, but I actually love mm. it. I think I prefer it to the first one. That bit with Max Shrek at the end is actually quite terrifying. Yeah. Mm. someone you know that's what I mean I remember I bought the because um, they used to do little making of magazines as well and I bought that when we were on holiday I was like no why does on get herself at the end my mum was like I don't know when it's in the film yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am well, really obsessed it about it until i have seen the film and then when I read pops up at the end I was like yeah well, I need to watch that I've well, got on Blu-ray I need to watch that I have to end up the last line of that film what is the last line of that it's like? the um, well come what way Merry Christmas Mr. Wayne <laughs> you know, if anybody says Merry Christmas you a like, good towards men like, and women <laughs> But it's just wife Keaton's ace
1: in that film. Yeah. Hasn't got that fantastic bit where suddenly he hasn't got eye
0: makeup on and he's he just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> before he pulls the thing off. About two things before it cuts, keeps cutting back to him. He's got the black stuff on, black stuff on, black stuff on then he takes it off and just yeah, he takes because off. he took it off as like a panda, <laughs> bad panda. That would have been ace if he'd just been like. <laughs> Hang on. Why? <laughs> 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 just, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait.
1: Wait. A batman <laughs>
0: All I have in my head is that Alva is the one who applies it because he can't do properly himself. As much as I hate the Penguin as well because he's the bad guy, I feel genuinely sorry for him when he dies and when oh, the Penguin's just taken awesome. Oh, that's so water. sad. Yeah, and it kind, kind of, of flipped. off. stylized isn't it, the, the, the kind mm. of basket yeah. mm. when they, they kind of flush him down the sewer basically fucking I mean. Pee Wee Herman <laughs> 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 at least there's, there's no that... Henning Born Carter in it <laughs> or Johnny Depp yeah do you remember the days when he guaranteed <laughs> Michael Keaton of being a Tim Burton film do you remember the days when he didn't see a, Tim, a film by Tim Burton and think fuck it hell uh, don't want to watch that <laughs> uh. <laughs> did anybody else think about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and think they'd much rather see Michael Keaton as Willy Wonka that would be different it is anything after the remake of Planet of the Apes including remake of Planet of the Apes can just I like a Tim Burton films. <laughs> I, I still like Tim Burton, but and you know, oh, given give what came next, was it right. Big Fish after the Planet of the Apes one? Yes, it was. Big Fish was the last film by Burton I liked. It was his sort of back to his roots mm. film. Well, fuck it, I'll do films with my wife. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> why not? <Yeah. laughs> Kevin Smith. What I haven't seen those. <laughs> I don't <can't laughs> know where she is. Somehow, <laughs> Tim Burton homemade <laughs> sex tapes. I oh, would be brilliant. You can imagine that, can't you? It's all freaking... I don't know whether I can masturbate to this <laughs> or not. Wait, are you telling me <laughs> that Edward Penis Hands is, it, is it <laughs> That's a different film? As a man who not shake hands with... I just want to, think... to see a really over Tim Timber S. this porno now. <laughs> Do you think Timber would
1: get his cock out and it'd be all kind of curly? Like, that? <laughs> <laughs> like what story? <laughs> no... <laughs>
0: I feel a little bit ill now. I've got a little, little carousel hat on it. John's <laughs> does <laughs> <Tom's laughs> a can't <calm> things. <laughs> he? Okay, well... <laughs> yeah, John's not stopping <laughs> at Let's Let's John's try and He's too. going even further. <laughs> let's try and save it then. Um, Michael Keaton Batman. Yes. Obviously, now we're in the age of the post-Nolan films where we're like, oh, they're Tim <laughs> Burton Michael Keaton ones, which is fucking ridiculous. They were campy as anything. And um, not, not as camp, I think as a, a segue from... "Quote unquote real Batman" and the sixty six series. They do quite an impressive job. I think. Yeah, I think they were the perfect Batman for the time. Mm. Um, you could argue that all modern superhero films now are built on that basis. They oh, made definitely them bankable because was that, before that, it was a joke.
1: Was that the first successful superhero movie at the cinema? Yeah, oh, Superman
0: films. Superman, Superman. films predate. I forgot about Superman. Superman, but Trust. then sort of died off in the eighties with Christopher Peace. Yeah, that cheap shoddy so Superman terrible. films and like <laughs> Supergirl <Yay. laughs> Howard the Duck and oh, God. Punisher Duck tits Again, mentioning that Supergirl uh, super film Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't they grease her up yeah. <laughs> I grease her <sir>. up
0: <laughs> See, you know, if they'd have done a crossover between the Batgirl from the 66 series and the Supergirl from the film Anyway <laughs> Ben's fun think. fiction's coming up <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when you just got a big sheet, on of paper that paper behind the desk, which is just your little fun fiction and fiction. <laughs> There <laughs> will be there. <laughs> because Michael Keaton. Like... There was a massive controversy when he was cast yeah. back in the Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Why? Yeah. Michael Keating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roman's brother. <laughs> because um, he just Wait, came wait, 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 wait! So someone season. is cast as Batman, and there's massive controversy. I know. It's unheard of. these yeah. days <laughs> But It's because he'd just come off Beetlejuice and Mr. Mum. Mr. Mum. If you put it in context like that, I can totally see <laughs> that. Like, no, he'd be good as the Joker, but he'd be a shit Batman. <laughs> and I want to watch more publicity than I was a We were soon saying to see that, didn't we? I went by myself. I don't know who you went with. <laughs> I was there, man. He was <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> <I'm sorry. Indian. laughs> one of my three clones. <laughs> <laughs> he was the <just> <laughs> fourth one. I, ironically, I'm the clone of a clone, so... <laughs> Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that was going to spawn the TV series as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be the uh, guys. They we were going to set the restaurant. That's right, yeah. Years later, all from black. Uh, <laughs> I need to watch that point. But uh, I'm a massive Keaton Batman fan. I get that he doesn't look like Batman, and he's not. If you look but back at yeah. the fighting scenes, they're very kind of... Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah>, he couldn't <laughs> <made the> move. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> there was... <laughs> Wasn't there a rumour about um, he was claustrophobic, so half of his mask was
0: missing? I read that somewhere. Hey, that's do I have this Yeah, so
1: a lot of the side I think, I, think yeah.
0: I think you might be right, yeah, that rings a bell. Mm. Huh. I don't know if it's so much that he was claustrophobic as it was just the super so claustrophobic for a lot of people. 50% starch, he couldn't move that much. Yeah. You didn't it's, have to grease into it, don't worry. It was the Clooney gag about a big day is when playing Batman is doing this, raising yeah. your arm above your head. <laughs> <laughs> ben but like, don't worry, you don't have to do that just yet. The, um, the Batmobile in those mm. first couple of films. Now you're talking. That was a lovely battle St- the, Yeah, they're stunning. I want to know with Batman Returns when the bits fly off. But who picks those bits up? It's <laughs> Al- like Al- Alfred Al- Al- Robin <laughs> and in the band sort like, for oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. That's, That's why you don't see Robin. Robin. That's <laughs> why you don't see Robin. He's there doing that. <laughs> On the little push bike. But then you could say the same for um, the, you know, the Batpod and all the rest Yeah. Oh yeah, no. but like the Tumblr doesn't completely destroy itself. There's bits left, and you do, don't think someone happens to just kind of go oh, picking this up? Oh, it's covered in Bruce Wayne's DNA. Weird. No, it's got <laughs> all those little um, clicky. Oh, what are they called the things like that where you print your name, property of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> if I mean, please return to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Care of Wayne Manor. In brackets on the bottom. P.S. Not Batman.
1: <laughs> okay, the best Batmobile then. Burton no, the Batmobile. Yeah, for me. you see, yeah. Oh, absolutely. However, I've got a real soft spot. Punch through the floor. <laughs> I've got a real soft spot for Forever Batmobile as well. I like the Forever Master, the thin well. on, thin on it, and all the lit, you yeah. know light up bits and the, I, I the, I like the road, lights and the, the, yeah. the roadster style
0: of it. Isn't yeah, it? it's awesome. I would have quite liked just one scene of just a boing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, wasn't Batman and Robin? <laughs> was it's that some a
0: like, No, disco ball as an engine. In Batman and Robin, I it, it did. Like it was it was still a roadster, it was like ridiculously long. It was like, like didn't like have a roof. Which one's? Is it the second one with the line of "It's the car, right"? Mm. That's the Batman, car. Yeah, Batman, Batman Batman forever. forever. Yeah, that feels like a shame, which one right? of the reviews I read for the Phantom was like Billy Zane appears to face his entire performance of the Phantom on Val Kilmer's "It's the car, right"? Love The car <laughs> line from Batman Forever. Which <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's brilliant part of him to
1: defend, isn't it. <laughs> and the Batwing was stunning as well.
0: The batwing was awesome. Whoever came up with the idea of it flies up in front uh, of you yeah. and then drops is fucking genius. That, that batwing was beautiful. I have to say, I actually prefer the 66 Batmobile for my. mainly because I did love the gimmick of you know atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed, and the stupid little fake bush and the dropy down fence. <laughs> and, uh, you, really you like well. a fake bush? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're called <No>. a bush. <laughs> 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 The more you know, kids. The more you talk about
1: it. Do you know, I used to have a, a toy of the 66 Batmobile. I have a Mer- <laughs> 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 so Merkin. He's 7 toy Merkin, where I was at like, first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is,
0: isn't that a tribble?
1: <laughs> <laughs> For trouble with Merkins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I <Nice. Roar. laughs> uh, just love the idea of Chewbacca fighting a Merkin. <laughs> I'm uh, Having that studio anyway. at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, <there's>
1: <laughs> Where he pulls
0: the <laughs> condom off, <laughs> you <have> might <more. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> want to watch that. I just want to realise what stabilising influence John is on these this. he will be listening to it later. This face powder, pal- oh, my <laughs> god! I should have been. Uh... <laughs> I leave them alone for one <laughs> month. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I like most of the Batmobiles, apart from the Tumbler. Never a fan of the Tumblr. You know, mm. I do like the Tumblr, although I hate the camouflage one in the final film. I never got that. Absolutely. I have to admit, I didn't quite... It's because well, he it's, goes and steals, the the prototypes, yeah, he yeah. steals all the prototypes. So
1: was it like a one up and chip
0: kind of thing? Is that no. what it's Yeah, called? apparently there's there a crap load of Batmobiles that they built, but they just painted one black. Yeah. I quite like it as a vehicle, I just don't like it as a Batmobile. Because I thought... Okay, fair it enough. It very much feels like the one thing... They've stolen from the Nolan films from the Dark Knight Returns is the idea that the Batmobile is a tank and they've yeah. left the rest. Mm. It seems like, because it makes sense in as much as any Frank Miller story makes any sense. Um, but it makes sense in that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll come on to Nolan and Frank Miller in a minute. But actually, yeah, I've got ben. To say, I love the Batmobile. I'm going to change my Batmobile answer to the Batman animated series one. Love yeah. that car. That be the whole... long thing. I always fantastic. wanted the toy of it. I had it.
1: Thirty quid in walls
0: once upon a time, but I didn't uh, have the cash. Don't want it through Wolves now because walls is dead. Wall um, celebrate the death of you know well, That feels like an amazing concept for a drink and draw design designer Batmobile. Ace sp- or any, superhero, any vehicle. superhero vehicle. Can you do a drink and draw? but I drink and draw something. Of of paper. Paper. What have you done? The invisible. The invisible yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Tell John. us more about this just drink and draw thing. <laughs> just draw <laughs> the
0: clouds. There you go. Um, something I can draw. Finally. No. <laughs> no, the animated series of Batmobile is beautiful. Yeah. Good, sure. straight lines, and i was just realising as well. Uh, you guys were saying about the 1989 Batman. I had the uh, straight electric set of that. Right. The kid with the uh, oh, a uh, Joker van. Uh, uh, yes. Is is it a little, It looked like a uh, Louis. No, not low It's Like oh. it? it looked. It looked basically looked like a taxi cab. <laughs>
1: But it was either purple or green. Yeah, purple
0: and green colour. Yeah, you know, yeah. The two could really happy car. Okay, hey, we we'll get this car straight <laughs> There we go. Well, I do feel like next year or the year after, whenever we've got the next sort of hits of Batman, it's going to be a race between Arkham Knight and the Dawn of Justice or whatever we're calling it now. Oh, that's such a terrible To movie. be. No relation to Dawn no. of the Planet. The yes. new. Completely <laughs> separate Dawns. And Dawn <laughs> Although I do believe that he's. <laughs> Dawn French is occurring in both. Both of them, from what we've seen in the Batmobile seem to be like an attempt <laughs> to fuse. The hot rod with the tumbler, yeah, and so it's remained to be seen which is also awesome with an end result that looks like Megatron's face from the Bayverse. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's it bad that when you say Bayverse, my brain just went Baywatch. No, I was like, <laughs> no. Well, there is going to be a Baywatch movie that's not allowed to refer to itself as Baywatch or mention <laughs> Baywatch. I, I heard is it that. Not on the is it just? In like yeah, a car no, car no. I read that. that at well, no I I the <laughs> characters at all. I think the host probably involved because you know. He's, He's sort of at the, that stage in his career now where well, right? well, he drop he his just pants just and gave him five bucks. His pop up in that Night Rider pilot The oh, yeah. series is fantastic. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I boned your mum. Sorry, she's <laughs> <that you're> dead. <laughs> See you soon. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Night Industries. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, I suppose after then, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, you get the Joel Schumacher Batman Forever. Yeah. Which I got excited about at the time. There was the they edited the trailer so that you had him jump off the building and then smash through the roof so in the film it's he comes through the roof then they go out then he jumps off the building yeah. the elaborate somersaults and then goes down the chute they'd edited it in the trailer that he jumps off the building and does all the somersaults which is really cool and then smashes through the skylight so, oh, that looks brilliant and I got quite excited about it and I won tickets to see it in the what? cinema and I won the soundtrack I won the poster I won a t-shirt but I wore to fucking death <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I, this is probably controversial but I quite like the Jim Carrey Riddler as mm. much as I would have been happy to see. Yeah it seemed like in they millions. wanted both those billion, villains to be um, Joker. Joker. Yeah. Joker. I, yeah there is that. I, do what Nicholson did. Give up on the film? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholson was the smartest fucking guy. He got paid for Batman Returns even though he wasn't in it. Because yeah. his deal was set up that he got a percentage of was he it got like his 20 million and he got play. his percentage and he got money for the sequel as well. Wow. Which is why he loves Batman so much. He probably always has to talk about on his face. But um, that's where Jack Nicholson gets all those wonderful toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like an ender at all. Oh, <laughs> 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 but now I am. Um, quickly, while well <laughs> i Nicholson, <laughs> then what do you think of the Nicholson Joker? <laughs> Love it. Second favorite Joker. Brilliant. Mm. he bounces the clown on the side I, no I found he, too, he wasn't psychotic enough he was too yeah, organised and together sounds like you talked talking about his girlfriends but the he's the got th- some killer lines that were great at the time but I don't think he stood the test of time for me the Janet, I do love the whole wing freak and <laughs> I like <laughs> the bit where
1: the, where yeah. he sat at the table and there's a girl who put his girlfriend in it uh, oh, Jerry Hall that's it she walks in and then she faints oh the honey is... you'll never believe what happened yes, to me today and, <laughs> and then the same, he... like, huh. yeah that, that bit there this is kind of, huh. and this carries on I, I, I like that bit, that bit. It's very I cool. love
0: that whole exchange between him and Michael oh. Keaton in I know you are. Vicky Bell's play the whole uh, you want to get nuts let's get nuts thing
1: yeah I
0: just love yeah. Bob in that film the, ha- the hench Bob the Goon yeah. Yeah. he goes an action figure
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> which is never happens. I love the delivery of Bob Gunn. Yeah, Bob Gunn. You see, <laughs> the, the, if you've got to go, go with Smile line. It's yeah. great. I mean, the dance with Devil and Pelvin light like, thing I've got tired of over the years. But, yeah. yeah. Redo the intro. Redo the intro. In the recent... Um... <laughs> but also the, uh, you know, just quoting the um, where does he get those wonderful toys is, is a fun bit. There's a lot of good business. I just don't think it's stood the test of time. In, in the recent Fat on Batman with Neil Adams, and Neil Adams sort of... Said that he thought the Joker makeup was shit. I actually thought it was really good at the time. I mean, possibly it possibly doesn't. I mean, Neil Adams' thing is that it just looks like it's all stuck on and splodgy, which it does. But. He must hate that Heath Ledger on them. <laughs> no, I think he likes <laughs> these splodgy See how quickly he punches well, because the Heath Ledger, the scars are fantastic, and then the rest is, you know, Heath Ledger deliberately. You, yeah, I think he did his own makeup, yeah. didn't he? He wanted mm-hmm. to look like yeah. the Joker put it on himself. So, One thing I don't like about the original Batman film is how the Joker did kill Bruce Wayne's parents. It feels very. Yeah, yeah, together, yeah. right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, you know that person who, the whole point of Batman is the fact he can't find the person he's told his parents to me. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, it's time land your biggest enemy. And this is a lot say oh. to all my victims.
1: It it depends on which
0: <laughs> continuity of Batman, because if you go in the post-crisis, he discovers Joe Chill, and I think the thing that drives him is that Joe Chill's then killed in front of him, a and it's like a like lack of satisfaction. Hmm. From, you know, not stuff actually stuff getting justice for it. I've got to run some stuff in my head. Because Bruce Wayne's about to kill Joe Chill, isn't he, when the Reaper cuts his head off. Yeah. And I think that's that sort yeah. of lack of satisfaction of getting the closure itself. get something that you That he's constantly chasing for that, but, um... No, I like it when he doesn't know who's killed his parents. I don't know what it is, it's just the eternal mystery intrigues me. Yeah, because they retconned it, didn't they, that it wasn't Joe Chill... Killed his parents. Oh, after all, wasn't it before the new fifty two, and then oh, it's been all over the place. I've lost track. To be honest
1: with was it Sandman? one, <laughs> 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 <It's what>, Marvel
0: <laughs> or DC? <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's just Bruce killed his, his own parents. Time it. travel. Yeah, let's let's go into comics actually, if that's all right. We're we'll sort of jumping all over the place, but it was a Batman <laughs> comic. It was a Batman comic. Wow, if we are going to jump all over the place just quickly then. Flashpoint, which of course was the end of oh, DC like and the start one. of new fifty two. <laughs> But Flashman, of course, has that wonderful conceit of Bruce is the one that dies. Oh, Thomas yeah. grows up to become, or yeah. Thomas doesn't grow. Thomas <laughs> becomes becomes sort of this Batman. So he God, goes Martha YouTube. becomes the Joker, doesn't? Yeah, it? which is wonderful. And the, the bit with Alcindoro's mini series where um he kind of tells, like, he finds out from Bruce, or from from sorry, from Baron. Flash that um that Bruce is still alive, and this is how the world should be, and he manages to get a moment of lucidity out of Martha yeah. and tells her, and then she sort of. Um, you know it's like so he's, he's alive and then asks what does he do it has to explain what well, he's, he's Batman in, in, oh, in way and then she goes mad again laughs and runs up and falls down the bat cave hole, yeah. the original one from the Harry yeah, and <laughs> skewers herself on you know a piece of um, star Title, you know, um, fucking health and safety have a nightmare down there, wouldn't <laughs> they? No, like, was that the Johnny good? Title, most Star- like title, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, fantastic, um, yeah. Uh, you know, really clever subversion mm. of. It. I also love the Batman costume for that series. So it's just <laughs> a sort of tiny bit different, and it looks. <sighs> I have somewhere at home. off well from um, from a DC silent around that time, some uh, Wayne Casino poker chips because it oh, was. Awesome. Awesome. Um, he channels uh, Thomas channels his money into running a casino. The idea being that I can't eradicate crime, so I'm going to create a, a casino where the low-level criminals can come and spend their money, and I can keep an eye on them. And you can't stop it, but if you can channel them, you can keep it to never get this out of hand. Yeah, and then I'll just take out the the worst of the worst. Of course, the the irony being that Martha snaps and becomes. Their version of the Joker, so he sort of created. When Bruce is killed, doesn't she like have blood on the face that does look like the Joker's style? Yeah, time? yeah, it's beautifully done. They sort of it's... touch on it in the animated Flashpoint. Have you seen the Flashpoint movie? I have yeah, yeah, that's nicely done. Yeah, they don't sort of go into yeah. it. It's just that thing of she sort of smears yeah. the blood on her face and then starts you, laughing. You don't get the wonderful scene between her where you know she gets them because that point where in the third issue, the final issue where of the the Flashpoint Batman mini series. Where they focus on this moment of lucidity, and he gets us to understand that, like, I'm going to change everything, so our lives are going to come to an end. Yeah, but this is what's we we'll die happen. for, Bruce. Oh, it's fantastic. Saying that, the bit when Bruce gets the letter from the I was about to well. say the bit where oh, he gets the letter yes. in the film as well. It's that, so beautifully done. That's the done. closest I've ever come to crying at a comic. I was going to say I sort of welled up at that. It's but, such um, a shame because everything that comes out of Flashpoint really upset me, but Flashpoint itself was superb in the end. For the, the hearts, finding the hearts in those characters. Yeah. That's a big problem with 52, it's all churned out half the time. That's why I mean you have one comic for a whole lot. I've, I've not touched any new 52, I've still got a pile of new 52 Green Lanterns that I've not quite yet. Well, Do I understand that? So it rather neatly into a question you we know? have? Uh, we do have a question. I've now got to find who it. We, 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 <laughs> yes, who, is, <laughs> who is Batman? Yes, who is Batman? So tonight you guys are doing a podcast on Bat Think. Has he really been around for so many years? <laughs> no, 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 no. not that thing. Your that. bullets cannot kind of harm me. Yes, like like oh like like uh, yeah, uh, Anthony Gifford asked, uh, seeing as uh, some of the one-off Batman stories are some of the best comics ever, is it worth Hi, reading the monthlies? <laughs> 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 as there are so many to choose from. Um, like I say, I dropped the monthlies when the new Fifty Two came. I use that as my jumping-off point. Um, so I've not. You were. You're a fan of the new Fifty Two Court of Owls stuff, I you?
1: collect, yeah. I, I've, I've enjoyed what I've read. The um, yeah,
0: stuff is pretty good, to be fair. Did I really read Snyder's Detective Comics run just before the New 52? Was Not bad. before, no. no I, after I, I possibly dropped off by that point, to be fair. That was fab, because it was a case of him going you know what? These comics haven't really had an identity for a while and it's called Detective Comics, so let's get Bruce back. Well, at the time it was Dick Grayson. Let's get Dick Grayson back to being a detective. You know, the Batman mm. and Robin series is going to be Grant Morrison having lots of fun, being over the top and very colourful. So the text comics is going to be a much simpler. Dick Grayson investigating a mystery. And it's just superb. It really is beautiful. And excellent covers from Jock. So when they announced that E52 was coming and Scott Snyder was going to be taking over on Batman, I thought this would be great. Um, and obviously they added Greg Capullo, and we mm-hmm. discussed before different opinions on yeah, Greg much Capullo. So. Um, but it... Yeah. It's... Good. I'm really enjoying, you know, the, sort of the various storylines. I do think the year zero storyline that they've segued into now has gone on a bit too long. I know they said it'd be 14 issues from the start, but the initial storyline with the couple of owls was fantastic. Mm. Um, if a little bit, the revelation at the end with maybe Bruce has a brother, it's like I feel like I've seen this before, mm. like in, not something. just in other comics, but specifically in Batman, um, there was Bane was his brother for well they thought yeah. Bane was his half brother for a long time didn't yeah. they because Bane sort of became good for a bit well, one know, of the they, fantastic revelations at the end of Hush as well with a uh, retconning this childhood friend and you know he's become yeah, just, uh, the worst I mean. thing about Hush for me was that it then brought back Jason Todd not that there's anything wrong with bringing back Jason Todd it's just that reveal where you thought Hush was Jason Todd also beautifully oh, done and it was then, really nice. then they're kind of like, this seemed to work let's bring back Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Know, they had to use the terrible infinite crisis to do it but um, I don't know just uh, the, the, the death of the family storyline was great although I have to say it did feel like the ending petered out in favour of uh, we'll do a bigger Joker storyline later mm. which was a shame because everything up until that final issue was great and I found that final issue quite anticlimactic my biggest problem with the new 52 Batmans um, is that they there are so many titles with a lack of identity yeah at least there wasn't a lineup before we had sort of Batman and the Dark Knight was the Dave Finch artist vehicle. Detective Comics was Snyder had made it back to being Detective. Batman and Robin, as was, was Grant Morrison having all the crazy fun. You could sort of, if someone said to me, I need a Batman title, you could ask what they were into, what they were looking for from a Batman comic and find the right title. Now it's, so we've got Batman and we had Batman and Robin and we had Detective Comics and we had Batman and Dark Knight and they all basically seem to be doing the same thing in different degrees. And obviously the Snyder, a couple of ones stood out, but... At that point, I'd have said it. would. I'd be hard-pushed to say, mm, you know, no, mm. stick with the classic stories. I don't yeah, know that you I mean, do I'm a big need... 90s comics fan anyway, kind of the days where the I Batman think... story would then continue over into Detective, and then that would continue over to into Shadow of the Bat, and the only one, that, apart from if it was a major story arc, that would be left alone was Legends. Which, if you think about it, if you did now, well, when they do it now, it's exhaustingly expensive for customers. Well, yeah, but there used to only be three, same as Superman, there used to be four issues that yeah, it's one a, week and ten ten one a week, and that's quite a bit of money it adds up to. Whereas you, you're going to want to be able to, you know, oh, who was it? Someone famous? Maybe it was Joss Whedon. Even I can't remember. Someone said, you know, about the team books. Yeah, uh, they gave you real value. I know it was Mark Miller. Mark Miller was saying if you bought, um, if you only had a little bit of money, Justice League or Avengers was great value for money because you got a little bit of every character. Yeah. In theory. So uh, being forced to buy four issues a month to get the full storyline always seems like a bit of a jit to me. Yeah, Personally. yeah I, I didn't mind it. I mean, they didn't always do it. Superman more, because Superman used to have the little shield thing on it, telling you the year and then what number it was in that yeah run of story art. Um, but I was waiting to Superman anyway, so I was buying them all anyway. That wasn't a major thing. You're going to hate me. My favourite Superman storyline is The Death of Superman. Mm. Just because it's the one time when you actually see Superman not be able to do something perfectly. But...
1: That was the first Superman story I
0: read. Uh, fair enough. See, it was Return of Superman for me. Actually, saying that, if you can't Kingdom Come as a Superman story, that's my second favourite. Mm. So I've even bought an absolute of that. It's such a great story. I mean, they've always said that the death of Superman, though, before, is that yeah. it isn't a story, it's a setup to a story. Yeah. The story is yeah. the world without Superman, reign yeah. of the Superman, then Return of Superman. I yeah, mean, there were four Superman at one point, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, and then sort of around the same time you had Batman Nightfall. Which is superb. Yeah. Which again was a massive event that brought in a lot so of people. I takes so long to read
1: them. Cool, <laughs> in Azrael, think. which was your for, which, yeah. yeah,
0: loved Azrael. Nothing really happened with him in the end. They only got a series. They, they gave him a series which ran for 100 issues, then they killed him, or 101 technically, so the <coughs> issue 1 million in there. Yeah. But um yeah, then they killed him off really at the end of that. Then, the they then they brought Azrael back, but it wasn't John Paul Valley, it was uh, horrible. It was oh, cop, atrocious. Because that was I was so excited when I thought Azrael was coming back because I quite like to, the but first issue of Asriel well, is isn't it, and it yeah. was kind of like it's so, so much of you set out is perfect for bringing Jean-Paul Valley back yeah. Grant Morrison's to be really good at mining things so maybe Morrison's set up a nice way where you can bring stuff back and then uh, his new character who's going to get suit and you know start stuff himself as real. The but it's not the same Asriel because it's not the, the Order the, of St. Demare is it it's, um, no, it's, well they're kind of in it but it's yeah but it's a different order. order isn't it I mean because they made The Order sort of St. Demare almost slightly Beneficial trying to find yeah. him and save him from this other order. It's like that, this doesn't ring true with previously established. Because the Azrael comic, Azrael then became Azrael agent of the bat, and that's right, um, mm. it was really good. I mean, the first few issues where he's pretty much living homelessly on the streets, and it's about a guy who used to be a superhero who fucked it up badly. Because mm. um, I thought that whole Night's End the Quest, Night's End the Crusade was a rune to dark where it was Legends of the Dark Knight followed Bruce Wayne trying to get Chandra Consolvent back. And then you had the rest of them, which covered the Crusade, which was basically Jean Paul Valley's decline into madness. Yeah, he went to the one point one. where he not only allowed Abattoir to die, but he didn't say um, KJB Etchison was, was the victim. Yeah, I mean, that's one major problem with the original um, uh, Nightfall graphic novels is they abridged it so heavily by jumping like there are whole pages of text just going, and now this happens and on with the story. Yeah, whereas the newer volumes um, really. Bring in all the extra material. Have they ever collected sense? together the quest and crusade? Because I, don't, I put think so. some of it into it now. Not because when it I used completely. to buy the graphic novels, it was Night's End Part One, Night's End Part Two, yeah. which were two huge volumes, which were great value for money. And then you had um, Night's End. That's it, but they, they didn't bother with Night's Quest in the middle. And they're even bigger now, and the first volume is pretty much what used to be two before. Oh, awesome. and then there's yeah, there's lots of missing stuff. To I the know, and then we, we sold <laughs> a whole stack of the back all issues it's hard to, to. customers realising wait you know, these are the issues that were missing from the graphic novels of Nightfall yeah. and I want to read it all finally mm. so, yeah it was good because Nightfall for me helped as well by the Dirt Mags yeah. these radio oh, movies brilliant. Yeah. That, that actually was time on time Radio time. 1 that used to be in three minute chunks and I could never work it out because I'd miss one one day <laughs> yeah. or a couple of days and then yeah. but when the cassettes came out like I say pretty much got me through yet enough at I half five them. in the morning to do a paper round just riding around listening to Batman I've had to buy that twice because i ruined the first CDs I listened to so much I am um, yeah I've got them on tape and then i bought them on CD which you've got the CDs at the moment because we're hoping to do a special on all those Dirt Mags ones at some point nice. Yes, yeah. well, but um, yeah no that was awesome it was, was great making me want to read comics then? <laughs> but yeah and then on you're in the right place <laughs> <laughs> God, Only in a comic shop. <laughs> I was going to say Whoa. Yes, we're down at Brighton Beach why did we yes. do this in a sweet shop <laughs> <laughs> but um, now that whole period around then and then Bruce Wayne coming back then Bruce Wayne going and Dick Grayson being that there's an awesome bit where Dick Grayson takes over as Batman for a bit um, or a little also, Yeah, or where or um, he goes to see Jim Gordon in his office and Jim Gordon's like, you're not him. He's like, how can you tell? He's like, well, for one, you're a good two feet, you're a good two inches shorter. <laughs> Three are <years> still here. <laughs> and he's around. like, was like, look, you know, all right, I'm not him, but I'm also not the other guy. I'm <laughs> not the and psycho. And was kind of a grudging because yeah. it also it did quite nicely go into because I quite like the stuff when Gordon's more of a character than just a kind of like, um, Background. Plot hole filler kind of guy, like setting things up. What's one, Exposition. On the central, one of my favorite? <laughs> Call me Commissioner Related Exposition. <laughs> If I ever write a comic, I will have a character called Commission Exposition, and he will just set everything up. Because <laughs> it is, it's about Gordon yeah. learning to trust Batman again as well. Because, yeah. God, John we went so far thin, because there's a the whole Bat gauntlets, which look like a kid's toy, to head, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And then there's the whole, like, almost Iron Man-esque bat you, Yeah, because mm. yeah, it was, um... <sighs> Who designed him? Shit. It's completely gone from my oh, head. the Bigger Marvel. Marvel now. Oh, no, I thought you meant actual character in the books, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Ditko. No, it's... Is it Zello? Is it? No. Got that name completely wrong. Um, anyway. we got the um, laptop then. Let me look it up. He he said the, um, regretted design in the, you know, Asbats costume the way he did because it was a nightmare for anybody who had to draw it afterwards. A bit like Jim Lee with Izzy Regrets drawing the treads on Superman, Batman's boots because now everybody (laughs) expects it to be in there so it takes an hour. I do like that bit. But, um... Yeah, so I suppose we should do favourite Batman stories, like big arcs, small standalones. Think. Don't pick me first. We, again. Well, we one mentioned Venom. We easiest. mentioned the well, awesome pick, short story. Let's talk
1: about Venom for a second, then. Okay. Because uh, that was really early on in the Legends run, wasn't it? it was yeah. Like issue seven and seven, eight, nine, is ten, 10 or something on shark, or shark on
0: the front cover. So there is 10, in 10, one. 10, yeah. So when I did research, there was like the top twenty-five. It's basically Batman fails to save a little girl's life, save her from drowning. It's like iRobot. <laughs> no Will <Wilson. laughs> Smith. Like um, no, it's that, and then he discovers the Venom drug and starts using that, and then eventually becomes addicted to Venom, ditches the Batman mantle. And, just... and that predates Bane, right? Uh, it, yeah, it's sort of the setup for Bane. I think he traces it back to. We need to introduce a new character with a backstory. We're going to introduce it into Batman. But um, it's awesome. Then you've got the bit where he's going cold turkey. Oh, yeah. Just those whole panels of Bat- uh, Alfred keep going up to the intercom and then just walking away. And like in the art, you can just see the pain in Alfred's face, and he can hear Batman crying Mm. in agony because he's got the withdrawal. And then you've got the and then the bit where he opens up the thing, and Bruce Wayne comes out and he's got a massive Mm. beard.
1: And he says something like, "Just like some hot butter toast and some coffee." That's how it ends, isn't it? It's fantastic. But um, of course, it, it ends up, doesn't he? He goes back out there, and then they capture him and put him in like a big well don't know Wiggler and yeah. the only way he can escape because he's filling up with water the only way he can escape is by taking a venom drug that happens to be on the side getting the strength to lift up the blood, basically to save his life mm-hmm. but he figures away because he's Batman
0: he is Batman he's awesome fantastic comic it is it's a great arc um, Batman cult I mentioned very twisted but I really very like dark
1: it. cult was very dark
0: um year one I, I quite like year one I'm not a I'm going to say something horribly controversial. I'm really not a big fan of Dark Knight Returns. No, I'm not a massive Frank. Miller fan. I'm not a big Frank Miller fan anyway. But there's there's bits in Dark Knight Returns. The um, this would be a good death the scene. is very cool. Is it in Dark Knight Returns where he says about why do you think I wore a target on my chest? What's the sequel title? Is Dark Knight Strikes Again? Or yeah, which was dreadful. It's yeah. over there, isn't it? I, I, got, I it, bought it, it. I bought it. I wish. really? I bought it. I wish I could take it back for a refund, especially while they do with the flash costume. That was so a, um, a customer I just, order that uh, I, I tend not to put strikes again on the shelves anymore because it's so bad, mm. and um, I, it was supported in by a customer who never collects it, and of course we can't send it back. So mm. if I could buy that I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> would. Mm-hmm. Where
1: are you supposed to say it's really good? Go buy it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> One copy I'm, left. <laughs> I'm, I'm the
0: belief that if, if something is terrible, uh, you know, unless someone comes to me and says, "Oh, I love it," I'm not going to go. Well, you're wrong in the store, <laughs> and, and, and you know, really be horrible to them, but. If someone says to me, right, I'm thinking of buying a book, what do you think of this one? And I think it's terrible. I will say, because I hope when something is amazing and I'm banging the drum, go, yeah, this yeah. is great everyone to buy it, I haven't binned my credibility. Well, yeah, you don't want to pick the end you yourself. Because you, know? you could be one of those guys who's just like, goes, what do you think of this? It's great. What do you think of this? It's also great. What do you think of this? It's great too. You know, eventually. Everything the ripped- so you eventually the rictus grin cracks your face and the tears come out after all. You want know where I got these scars? Too much smiling. Yeah, I know that... Um, I'm sure Strikes Again has got its fans, but. The I joke because it's actually a comic book film. <laughs> yeah, but there are also people who like Michael Bay's Transformers. There are Michael Bay Transformers films? <laughs> <laughs> um, all could silence to <laughs> But yeah, I am. Um, just don't mention Man of Steel. There's a Man of Steel! <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret, apparently. <laughs> but, um, must what's interesting about that isn't it? I completely forgot what we were talking about. Story now just uh, I'm, Batman, no, I'm just filling up with just a Man of Steel part rage. Part of but, uh, Brilliant, story yeah. And Frank Miller, I, I like Year Frank One. Miller. I really like Year Two as well. I, I'm one Indeed. of the few that sort of waves well, to talk for it. I remember a customer was in asking about he bought Year One and Dark Knight Returns, and where should he go next? And I, I tri- up with print, frustrating. T- took the very bold step of uh, chirping up for Year Two. Um, yeah. Some of the latest stuff as well, um, Contagion and Legacy. I really like when the virus comes to Gotham. Is that before or after No Man's Land? Just that before No Man's Land. Man's Land. So Man's Land but... I have to say, there's a real period where I find that most of the big Batman storylines are a bit of a dearth of quality. I really didn't enjoy like No Man- Cataclysm, Contagion, No Man's Land, Bruce Wayne, the future Bruce, Bruce been, Wayne yeah. murderer. They're all pretty terrible, and then mm. like this breath fresh in in No fresh air. Came Hush. Yeah,
1: him. I wasn't a fan of Hush.
0: I thought it was very. It's always what...
1: How many badders can we get in? Well, I... This is it.
0: At the time as it came out, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and I reread it a few times, and then I don't remember what it was. About two or three years ago, I sat down to read it again, and went, you know what? Issue by issue, this is like a Batman by numbers. Yeah, this is the, absolutely. This is like, it's like when you've got into an artist finally, and you realise that your gateway into that you know, Recording Artist was the Greatest Hits album and now you don't ever want to listen to that Greatest Hits yeah. album again because you've got into the album. That's exactly it. And man. I think that's it. Batman Hush is a fantastic Greatest Hits album. Yeah. And it really is. It's the one, if someone says to me, I've never read a Batman story, where would I start? I do still recommend yeah, Hush. Yeah, absolutely. But I like the to think people Hush will come. really nice. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's what blinded a lot of people to I mean, think. The story oh. is actually quite weak. It was well, it, the big spectacle of, oh look, it's Jason Todd. Oh no, he's, he's not Jason it's Todd. a year or two later Superman? Uh, Man of Tomorrow or whatever it was with Azzarello and yeah. I was like oh this would be beautiful and that wonderful promo art he did a Batman standing on a gargoyle he'd done sort of Superman, Superman. on a beautiful yeah because I had focus. both yeah. covers framed and next to each other and on my wall they room. are fantastic but I have to say that when you then start reading that Azzarello storyline it is not remotely what anyone expects. I've come to actually quite enjoy it over the years because finally you've got this character Superman that can do almost anything in the comics except he can't find the woman he loves because she's vanished with all these other people and so he's having a crisis of faith talking to a priest who's having a crisis of faith it's a really quite you know mature storyline but I think it was lost on me at the time (laughs) Um, and then they took that whole Superman talking to a priest thing in Man of Steel and just blew it up into something amazing all All of him the smithereens. Put him in literally Yeah, he probably then smashed that church
1: down. <laughs> to be fair, we didn't God, now we're <laughs> now four minutes. We got before <laughs> we mentioned it.
0: They were baiting me the whole time. Okay, okay I have just We need the context bell and we need the Man <laughs> of Steel alert the action. Oh! I tell you a Batman story I really enjoyed until t- the last sort of issue was War Games.
1: Okay, war where war it turned war out, war
0: war out war. Leslie Thompson had killed. Would you like to play again? Whatever the. Well, whatever they are yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it Stephanie Brown Stephanie Brown that's it and then they brought her back anyway because nobody stays back and also comments. she had a kid I, that. I have to say alright it's pre-New New 52 so I should love it but frankly the wreck on that Stephanie Brown wasn't dead I mean they should never have killed her in the first place but she wasn't dead and you're rereading some of the, the issues in between going Batman went to the trouble of faking her bloody autopsy, the sick bastard of everything, <laughs> to really sell the idea she was dead. And not, actually, not to mention the just, massive dick he was to Leslie Thompson. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> she wasn't and, dead anyway. I and mean, he's just secreting her somewhere so that she can hide out. I'm just, oh, I just, I really hope the new... Because one of the things that excites me about the new editor on the Batman line um, is that he's starting to take some real risks. The new direction from Batgirl, as much as I love Girl Simone and the am she's leaving, looks great. Um, Have yeah. you seen the new costume? New the costume is oh, it looks great. Um... And the the artwork, as much as a sort of slightly MTV Sheen, it has doesn't do any for me. It yeah. still is a great sort of cover. Um, but also, Gotham Academy and Arkham Manor both sound really exciting. Mm. Yeah. Think, so Gotham Academy is effectively uh, a, a school in Gotham City that is bankrolled by Bruce Wayne. But it looks like it's going to be an interesting place for various characters. Like, I'm hoping Stephanie Brown after Batman Eternal gets to be one of the characters in that. I'm also slightly hoping some of the loved characters from the movement somehow sneak into that, because that is a great little book. And then Arkham Manor looks like it's set to come off the back of Batman Eternal, the the weekly series, um, where, for whatever reason, Arkham Asylum has had to be shut down. So Bruce has given over... Bruce, like Wayne Manor, to be turned into the new Arkham Asylum, which is really quite interesting. Because is he still going to operate from underneath that? Is he going to? Is it almost mm. like the reverse of Hugo Strange? Yeah, kind of so we okay. shall see how that blends out. But it's the, the creators on them as well. It's you sort of look at it and go, "That's not the sort of people I'd have expected DC to hire." They're finally letting people sort of break from the quote-unquote DC art style that's been sort of a sort of proto mm. Jim Lee. Yeah. Sort of Michael Turnery style artwork thing that's been around for a while now in DC. And so these they look like the way Marvel are allowing artists to bring indie sensibilities into yeah. works. DC are finally kind of you know, kind of releasing the reins a little bit and then people have a go. So they look really cool. I can't remember why we got into that. What what was your controversial uh, confession. Your confession? Major confession. You've never read a Batman comic. <laughs>
1: what Batman? Batman, Batman. you're gonna hate me. Uh oh. I have never read Killing Joke. <gasps> I do not
0: think it was that good. No. <laughs> I remember mm. it was like, because it's one of those things that's been hyped up so much. I read it, they're like, I know Garbacallers didn't get paralyzed. I love Killing Joke. I, I wasn't going to bring it up because it's pointless talking to <laughs> I also love the the new coloured hardback version. As yes. Much as, because normally when people say they've recoloured it or something like that, you think, oh, geez, it's going to be like Ted Turner colourising black and white films. Yeah. But it's not. it Because Brian Bolland didn't like the original colours... And has had a chance to do it himself from his original work. It looks fantastic. It's just that's beautifully done, and it makes it sort of stand shoulder to shoulder with you know the artwork in Hush for me and Barbara Gordon's side boot Because that's all I took away from that. That's, that's, <laughs> that was the big thing, right? <laughs> okay. In the spirit of controversial revelations, I do not like Long Halloween. Oh, okay. I really don't like Tim Sale's artwork in Batman. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. you it's I read it and Cam- quite enjoyed it, but it's not had a lasting impression. That's
1: the uh, that's the calendar man one, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah I think yeah. calendar man's a really interesting idea. I think it's one of the last. Um, well, sort of that is why when people sort of say to me, "Isn't Jeff Loeb like you know not really doing it these days?" and I think, "No, I don't like a lot of Jeff Loeb stuff." The last thing was harsh. I didn't stop and remember mm. the Marvel colour books, and long Halloween and Dark Victory, and mm. think, "You know what? They were they were good, but long Halloween does nothing for me." Yeah. Mm. Didn't that get a sequel? Yeah, Dark Visions. Well, they got to kind of two: Dark Visions and then Haunted Night. Well, Dark Visions sure. sounds like an energy drink. <laughs> Haunted Night doesn't sound much better, does it? it sounds Links. like a, 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 <laughs> really, a really bad Alton Towers attraction. No, Haunted Night sounds like a really dangerous cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably got absinthe. Where Where do we stand on Death in the Family sequel? Definitely not. The the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the not yeah, death, the death of the death Family. In death in the Family. family. The, the I controversial the idea of of that they did—have so they ever actually shown off like the yeah. for the pages for the alternate ending? I've seen just uh, this um, one of the books. Yeah, was released with just the page of Batman. He's, a good. he's a knife okay. Batman looks like he's just won the lottery, even <laughs> though it's a million. It's um had um, a I'm backgasm. <laughs> I think it's really smart because they must have realised that Jason Todd wasn't finding an audience, so let's make Robin no, story. story. Mm. vote was close it, it was. It was about fifty people, I yeah. think, in the end. It was about six thousand votes in what total. Rang in full stop because <laughs> <laughs> they generally didn't think people would vote to kill him off. They knew people hated him, but they generally thought at the end of the day that it was still, you know, you're talking this about killing a off a child, <laughs> which I think is why DC them suddenly heavily went into let's kill kids all the time in every story we do. But um. Mm. There should be more votes for that. Like, uh, it'd just be fun just to see what would end it's up. Uh, these days, of course, you'd have people <laughs> spoofing the vote and everything like that. Yeah, a, it's a tricky one. It would be funny yeah. though just to see what would end up happening. Let's let's go with the. Um, we talked about All Star Batman and Robin before, and think uh, uh, ridiculous that is. Martin threw away the comics as soon as I finished reading them. Yeah, let's talk about some of the smaller things. There's some great short stories in the Batman Black and White collections. Yeah. There's um, a really nice Mike Carlin one where it's um, focused on Batgirl. It's basically her day, night, day, night, sort of thing. That's great. There's the Harvey Dent one that's superb, where he's going out with, or well, he's engaged to, a twin. Oh, and uh, she's got yeah. the evil twin who then kills her off, so she can bring out Two Face in him. It's practically sugar and spice, though, isn't it? Sadly, that's a terrifying. But it's a, it's um, Bruce Tim. This one's True Barrymore. <coughs> uh, uh, sugar, sugar, sugar yeah. Debbie Mazar or whatever it was with spice. Shut up! Why would you bring that up? Drew <laughs> Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're all we're talking, to he needed another moment where he could just go, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, no, black white was great. Um, there's a really nice towards the end of Legends of the Dark Knight, Mister Freeze story, which I can't remember what the story is called, but uh, I know there's a bit in it where he's got an ice skater and she wasn't frozen I think it was. It's her dancing in front of him then he just freezes up my frozen heart ah. and it's that's great um, my memory is terrible compared to you it's Gotham Central for me I love like Gotham, Gotham Central I, I was, go I was gutted when Gotham Chased. when they announced Gotham Central in about was it 2008 they initially kicked around the TV series mm. for Gotham Central and then that sort of led into what is now Gotham which apparently there was a review on comic book review of comic book resource sorry of Somebody the pilot say that yeah. saying that it's really good I take it with a pinch of salt a, a very reliable source that <laughs> gave me a copy of the pilot, kind of thing. It's um the the ever controversial Chris Sim on Twitter that writes for, it might be Newsarama, I forget now. There'll be millions of people correcting us, but um millions of people. Hello, Wiggy. <laughs> <laughs> four, four people correct. <laughs> One, Trump. two. <laughs> Chris Sim, there's a wonderful series of images of him discovering that poison ivy's name is, is Ivy Pepper and it's just him going
1: wow this is going to be so bad
0: and the, the, the real and joy of how terrible this will be because you know they can't possibly keep to Pamela Isley we've got to really and there's a sort of like a full up tweet of, of course I'm selling Pepper because Pepper's another plant and Wow, but all yeah. the people to include as well. I don't get why they've done poison ivy. Well, it's a young poison mean, ivy. Yeah, you know. that's maybe. Well, it yeah, wider. it's is this every shot of a stand-up comedian is like he's going to be the Joker. I do. <laughs> is he or is he just a stand-up comedian? <laughs> I just want there to be a scene where they ask all to come to like a like comedy club and stuff like trying to get to a to relax and dominate. He just says, "I don't like clowns, and just leave it at that. No other references to the Joker. I just maybe Ace Chemicals, but. I don't know, maybe it'll be like Smallville that I've come to accept it mm. as its own continuity but and then it just feels season. like they're shoehorning in too much Batman into yeah. what could be a really good... My problem
1: is Baby Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I would have just loved
0: Gotham Central. Where so, yeah. you've got all the Batman right. shit going mm. off and we occasionally talk about it and maybe even occasionally we get a flash of cape or something. And then you could tie it into the current movie continuity. I know that it's Fox doing um, Gotham and it, Warner Brothers doing but you know they still should have the crossover rights. Whenever I hear Gotham Central, it sounds like a train station. I would even have <laughs> seen a GCPD show set in an Nolanverse, where you know you don't even see Commissioner Gordon. It's not Gordon that much in a lot of the Gotham Central. No, Congress, it's, is it isn't, to the best of my recollection. Slow, but look, just yeah. everything else, and go from there. And you know, it would have been great, but um, sadly not to be. Damn you, so go, Going older, um, there's a couple of. Denny O'Neill Neil Adams one. I'm not just you know throwing smoke up Neil Lund, Adams Adams ask because he's I guess but um Bing! <laughs> the um Is it the Joker's Last Laugh? I've struggled oh, on all the, the title titles because saying because 'cause he's been told he's gone shumer. But that one's actually superb and That's a weird story I one. don't know if it's Denny O'Neill or not, but the um, laughing the smiling fish or laughing fish. That, uh, yeah, which yeah. they then adapted for Batman the Animated Series, which was a great episode, it but was. it wasn't as because I had, I um, bought from Merit, a Titan UK edition of The Greatest Joker Stories Ever Told, okay. and I like, dogged that book to death, I lent it to my friend, and then he died, and okay. I never felt quite happy <laughs> was... for it back. But, um, I like was... how you seem to go on that note. Well, actually...
1: Was Go Insane
0: yeah, it was... in that? Was there a... Go Insane was The Legends of the Dark Knight 3 that issue art, around the Night's End, Bruce Wayne Returns. But, um... <laughs> I appreciate, as you pointed out earlier, it's a, not a visual medium... But out tomorrow, so already out by the time you're hearing this, are these graphic novels, Batman, A Celebration of 75 Years, and they've picked things like Hush and things like that to put in there, but awesome. wasn't worth just a quick flick. And then there's a Joker one, and I'm just intrigued as to what's gone into the Joker book. Roll on, Peter. So. That was the cover of the um, Killing Fish.
1: There you go. So that's almost certainly it's like the UK the edition that I, that I had. There you go.
0: worth a quick sort of perusal to see what is in those um, in terms of stuff we're talking about. Um, just quickly do you remember the Birds of Prey TV series yes, yes I really liked it just as it got really good they cancelled <laughs> and the, the wonderful flashback which is basically uh, a sort of on screen version of the end of Killing Joe yeah, the single yes. just superb and you then know, the Joker did look a bit weird. yeah and voiced by Mark Hamill does uh, he not even Mark talk about being just laughs, doesn't he oh that this has nice. got the Gotham Central story in it where Joker kidnaps Robin nice yeah, yeah, there's a really good mix of stories going into that. I remember... I think a lot of it, looking at it... Oh, it's got the um, one where he shoots uh, Gordon's it. wife as well. Second wife. Yeah. Um, that that image there, obviously you can't see it on this, but all the babies climbing you know, over that, a dead body. Yeah. I find, you know, I don't like Bloody things of kids anyway, but that is genuine... Especially the look in the Joker's face. The Joker's yeah. face, yeah, it looks like he actually regrets doing it. Yeah, yeah. It actually looks like well, there's remorse in the story. it was, in my eyes. I doubt I'll be in there, but there's oh crap, really I mean it's Detective Comics four hundred or five hundred, I know it's like an anniversary <clears throat> issue, but it's um the Phantom Stranger, who's always been a favourite character of mine, transports uh Bruce Wayne and Robin to a parallel dimension about two days before the Wayne's get shot. And Batman has this big decision of does he stop mm-hmm. from happening and deprive the world of Batman and all the good he's done? But he, Death in the Family, he, he ends up sorry. doing that's no, right. Ends up doing it anyway, but then also that rules Bruce Wayne gets inspired by the courage of Batman and then becomes uh, Batman without the grief. Okay. It's I think it's Detective Comics like 300 or 400, but it's worth looking up because it's it's not a very dark story, but it's a very inspiring story. It shows that Batman doesn't have to be about the grief; it's about the man and what the man can inspire. Mm. So that's what I always love about Batman. It's the same in Captain America; he's not just a person; he is a symbol. And it's about what he does and why. Not to say why he does it. This is it, Detective Four Seven Six, sign of the Joker. It's got the bit in it that absolutely terrified me as a kid, and had to read it a couple of times to get it. Where the cat that oh. has been infected by the Joker yeah. thing attacks Batman, but it's not Batman; it's the guy that's his owner, the cat's owner. Yeah,
1: was it the fat guy from? Uh... They basically
0: Batman swapped places <laughs> with him. Legends. Batman swapped places with him because he thought didn't know how the Joker was going to kill him, so he was basically a decoy. But the cat knew, and that's how the Joker did it. I've read that, that six years. years freaked me out it, yeah it freaked me out as well It's probably one in my fish many deaths of batman was quite a good story as well or they keep killing batman or whatever it was where mm. they were dressing people up as batman then killing them that's right it's not like it's dark dark well, the yeah, Dark Knight. well the legends of the dark knight sort of digital first series they've been doing recently yeah. they did that wonderful one that was similar to that they also had that fantastic ben templesmith illustrated storyline with um, killer croc and the joker sort of baiting each other Absolutely and they basically dressing people up as Batman and getting them to run through the sewers to see if they could kill a croc out. It was really creepy. Whenever I hear Killer Croc, all I think of is the really? almost rock episode from the animated series. I mm. threw a rock, him. It was a big rock. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 and then he mm. mentions all Killer Crocs. Pattern. All right, let's move on to favourite animated series episodes then. Oh. There's some absolute crackers in that. Probably got me that one too. Fast. On yeah. Leather Wings, the opening episode I think is superb. There's mm. an episode with it's amazing how. Is it The Many Deaths of Bruce Wayne where it's Hugo Strange is messing with Batman oh. and he realizes it's a dream because you can't read in a dream? No. I was like, I really want to try and read hat. in a dream to find that's out whether but that's, that's true or not. Is that the one with The Mad Pattern? No, it's definitely Hugo Strange. I'll be perfectly honest, I am about to sit down and start rewatching that series. We managed to pick up the first two volumes. My son has watched most of the first series and totally taken to it. Um, and I just picked him up the second series for his birthday. But I told him as I was picking him up, these are going to be for us. They're not going to be just for you. <laughs> and I haven't had a chance to watch them yet. So it feels like it's sort of dulled in my mind a little bit. I um, am. I have to say, all of them. how wonderful was the animated Clayface and the animated um, uh, Mamba? Yes, both are such what utterly ridiculous. I got the figures of both. I was going to bring all my toys, but again, I was like, not a visual medium. <laughs> <engine. laughs> I really appreciate it. Just the designs, oh, all two faces, great. Uh, that was. That was the best interpretation of the Two Face yeah. story, I thought. Because yeah. it sort of laid the groundwork well, underneath that like Two Face was already in. How many episodes how he did you yes. like yeah, Three yeah. or four episodes in, and you, yeah, and then they shoot, you saw Big Bad parts And you had the great episode where he was getting his plastic surgery to get him thrown back into Harvey Dent and he gets kidnapped, and they're trying to work out who's behind it. Yeah. And it's the Two Face side of him that arranged it all before he went under the knife. Oh, nice. Doesn't he end up dating Poison Ivy as well for a second before he becomes Two Face? because in all the was it uh, he says half he wants to shoot you over have half to run you over a truck and then she says we used to take so I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, yeah, be. Uh, I need to rewatch it there's a great episode later on that starts with Gordon hunting down Batman oh over the edge over the edge yes I'm so glad I watched that video before <laughs> that's a great episode yeah, that's, um, uh, isn't it? What isn't what did we think of the later animation because they sort of changed the designs didn't they for the last series the, when it became it the, the Batman adventures? Superman hours yeah. Or which, you know, no, when, Robin. Once Robin was introduced there was something not something The first lacking, two, the first two series of Batman oh, the animated sorry. series and then yeah it was Batman and Robin Adventures to tie in with Batman and Robin coming out and then they did the Batman Superman Hour for the last oh, series okay. yeah, yeah, which they paired that up with Superman the animated and series and I kind of sleep, felt they would lose an interest by that point. There were still great episodes in it but I kind of felt that it was a bit like Joss Whedon towards the end of Angel. Yeah. Was more interested in doing Firefly than Angel, so sort of abandoned it to a degree. But they sort of changed the designs, and the Joker didn't have eyes anymore; he just had two black dots for his eyes. And he was twirling That's flawless. that makes it was. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and, and was weirdly green. And yeah, well, yeah, there is definitely a, a noticeable shift in the the quality of the artwork, uh, the animation, rather. Because Bruce Tim prefers the later designs, does he? on his run. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan of them myself, but. Um, but and then you had Batman Beyond. Yeah, I love. I can never movie. get on with really. I, mean, like, I really liked, liked the idea, but it just didn't click for me. I mean, think again, I bought the are. box sets. It's one of those ones that it's a lot better to actually sit down and watch more back to back rather than. I think it comes down to that. There's uh, there's a truth in comics that says that um, a character is defined by how good their rogues gallery are. So yeah. one of the things that holds the flashback is while the rogues are really interesting because they're not, you know, they're almost kind of. Not villains, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's quite an interesting concept. It does sort of stop the Flash, I think, from becoming as popular as it could be in some ways. Green Lantern as well, for a long time, struggled to have yeah. you know, memorable villains. And certainly, I think one of the problems with the film was that Hector Hammond is a bit of a crap villain. And right, That's kind of fishing. Well, yeah, he wasn't a villain. <laughs> but, um, uh, Just been you know, I think that's the same that the issue that I had with uh, Batman Beyond, is none of the villains, the new villains, were memorable. And yeah. the sort of cover version villains, felt like cover versions, <laughs> it's almost been worth the, the most interesting looking Batman uh, beyond for uh, things for me was the film when they did bring the Joker back the return oh, of the Joker that and I thought that's, really that's fantastic that is terrifying there's yeah. a great yeah because he's embedded on Tim Drake's Tim, yeah, Tim the, Drake's, back, like Tim a Drake's neck, like neck isn't he yeah. 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 but um, there is a great episode in it with Razzle Gul where or Talia oh, he, Al Ghul. He takes over Talia. Yeah. But it's funny really? he's got Batman the musical at the beginning he's taken Bruce Wayne to watch it for his birthday and just looking at it back Bruce Wayne with a massive smile he's like you've got to be loving this and Bruce was like you hate me, don't you? <laughs> and it's great. And oh. then um, yeah, Talia comes back like, seduces Bruce and then pr- convinces him to go into the Lazarus pit so he's getting younger and that. Then it's revealed that Talia's actually Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. And it's great <laughs> where Terry McGuinness is like uh, lady, you're really freaking me out. Bruce was like, You're free time. I kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably cool when they show older Superman as well because they had the older league yeah, they? which is quite nice.
1: Yeah, really the no, too the much only time. thing I
0: didn't like was in Justice League they tied up Batman Beyond by having it that Terry McGuinness was oh. partly yeah, created by so. Bruce's DNA. Amanda Waller and Batman Beyond I was there. And it project. was horrible because it took. Basically, took so Terry McGuinness was always destined to be Batman. It kind of took away the freedom of Cause Terry McGinnis. Was this Justice League or the later like yeah. Unlimited stuff? Justice League Unlimited, yeah. No, yeah it was yeah. how they ended it, yeah. But um, Amanda Waller hired the Phantasm, Phantasm, Phantom, What's the name? Oh yeah, it's um yeah, yeah. Andrea Beaumont from yeah. Masters to Phantasm. kill Terry's parents, but she can go through yeah. it because Batman's not about yeah. death because they had to kill Terry's parents yeah. for Terry to become Batman, which also means our Terry's young, which brother, like say it just. Ruined <laughs> the whole thing of the free will of Terry McGuinness yeah. to become Batman. Kind of then, undermined the whole thing. To get married, well, hints of being married at the end, anyway. But um, there's some great Batman stuff in Justice League as well. Mm. Uh, the whole lace thing, which I know you guys have already mentioned, when he's sitting with the little girl on the swing. Yeah, that and is sitting way. with her till she dies. Yeah, it's it's quite <laughs> bad when you're crying at a cartoon <laughs> and your wife's looking at like you like you're a little bit <laughs> mental. <laughs> I mean, you just don't understand. <laughs>
1: It's like when uh, take that broke up, all right?
0: All <laughs> got back together, Whichever one's knowing. But what um, was the the pets? Minnie's like to oh Krypto the Superdog, oh, yeah Crypto yeah. and Ace the Bat Hound, just more wonderful little idea. The brilliant thing about that was that he was like um, oh your Batman, uh, your Batman's partner was like no, he's my partner. <laughs> <laughs> Ace the Bat Hound was convinced he was the same thing, and I never quite understood why Superman's cat was called Streaky. <laughs> and of course, you've got that Supergirl. Oh, comment the comic horse who... where she basically makes out that he's called streaky kisses incontinent. Like, oh, 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 fantastic! <laughs> Didn't she have a horse at one morning who she was also in love with, or who the horse was another person? It was actually like a human that got turned into a horse. Well, this is something thought... really bad Twilight. Where, where do we stand <laughs> later? <laughs> Batman itself it is fun <laughs> animated because obviously there were Batman animated series before Batman the animated series, but yeah. So then you had the Batman, the the Batman which I think is awful. It's, oh, a toy, it's a toy commercial. A, Hands down, awful. I actually quite like the first series, and then it really went off the rails. Bad Joker. What is that? Yeah, yeah. I, the character designs are terrible. Batman looks alright, but I think Batman should have a square jaw Yeah. I don't get why they chose to make that instead of resurrecting an animated series, to be perfectly honest with you. Well and then they did this Batman was it Brave and the Bold? Brave and yeah, the Bold, which is, is actually really show. quite good, yeah. There's some Take great episodes in it. That's all I got to say. Which is the one that got kind of Basically, you know, uh, cancelled before it barely aired. Oh, beware the Batman. That's it. Yeah, we had the comics in for those. That it looked promising. Yeah, because it's based. I think it took the Professor Pig Earth One mm-hmm. idea of course, Alfred. Yeah. And it also had yeah. Katana as basically the Robin and Alfred using a gun. Well, it's because like it? Alfred was like I said, it was the X, Earth One X, Alfred. So it was because um, yeah. there's that great thing in Earth One where you've got Bruce Wayne sat at a table and then Alfred comes and sits opposite and he's like, "Who are you?" And there's a pause and then Alfred's like. I'm your butler because the story with Alfred was that he was the Wayne security people, head of security and, and he fucked up and Thomas and Martha were murdered and so he takes on looking after he? Bruce he can't get another job so he now has to be coming. <laughs> well he finds out he's been lumbered with Bruce kind of thing so he, uh, this? becomes his butler which I think is what they're going for with Sean Pertwee in Gotham I think so that's the only character that I'm interested in, in the whole series is although Pertwee's. of the character um, posters they've released for Gotham Sean Pertwee looks so fucking uncomfortable in that scene <laughs> Just does, and I think that's probably the point as well. Yeah. Particularly, they're going for the idea he's ex-special forces. And I'd love it if they went down the idea that he is the, you know, that the security, that would be fab. That's a really because they played that with Michael Caine, didn't humorous. they, in the Nolan ones that he was sort of ex-special forces? But I could never really buy it. No, right. I'm <laughs> only supposed to blow the bloody doors. Off. I, that's the one thing with Batman Begins that even first time watching it, when I was really engrossed in the film, I was kind of really Alfred just took out that guy from League of Shadows. <laughs> I just love using with willow golf club You can just take it. You can sneak up on these fuckers. Yeah, all of his skills from Austin Powers. Just, <laughs> just lie down. <laughs> just lie down. <laughs> I suppose. Quickly, then we should do the Nolan films. Yeah. Where 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 do we stand on the Nolan films?
1: <sighs> Andy, I feel like you know. hi. Love um, the Joker. I can't. I won't happily watch, sit down and watch the films again because. I, I found him a bit dull.
0: I like Begins there's a bit more detective work in Begins which I think's been largely missing from all of the Batman yeah. films. Um they try and do it in Dark Knight with that ridiculous thing with the bullet. Well on yeah. the phone thing. But um, yeah. I'm with Begins up to the point where he gives Commissioner Gordon the keys to the Batmobile. And She's then I was a little bit kind of like, yeah mate. Then you know, Katie and I was back in for a bit, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that that was a joke. I'm not <laughs> um yeah, sort of in, you know, can you drive a stick and the whole um Razzal Ghoul I doesn't I, I, I can't kill you but it doesn't mean I have to save you kind of thing. Which I realised that whole bit, how he escapes from Razzle Ghoul is a shot for shot redo of the opening of Living Daylights. Yes. Oh yeah, because Bond smashes yeah. out the window, then pulls the parachute and goes out, and Batman smashes out the window, then opens his cape and flies out. It's pretty much shot for shot. So Timothy we know Dalton. Nolan's a massive fan of so Tim ba- 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 Bond Dalton. anyway. But see, well, there was a rumour that Dalton was going to be Alfred before they cast Jeremy Irons. Okay. I love that, the idea as Dalton as Alfred. That yeah. makes that sounds a lot better than Jeremy Irons because whenever I see him, I just think the Dungeons and Dragons here and I want to punch myself in the face. Aragorn, <laughs> I was um. Quite like the idea of Timothy Dalton as Jor-El, just because he's kind of got that cold, stern voice, but you still like him. He's brilliant in Chuck. Say that much. Ace in Chuck. I had this weird thing a few times with sequential stories where I've loved it, and then the ending has kind of ruined oh, everything yeah. before it for me. Yeah. Why the Last Man? I'm particularly, you know, problematic. That final volume does it for me, and I have the same problem with Nolan films. I adored the first two. The first one on rewatch is ponderous in places, mm. but I think the second one. It's fantastic. Uh, the second still, one, the I came out of... final half an hour or so. The bit with the but I, I, yeah. was, I was yeah. so swept into it that I just... On repeat viewing, that's where that comes and done. Yeah, yeah. The initial you, viewing. You, yeah, exactly. You really go along really. with it. I came out of that the first time I watched it. I was like, you never really need to make another film again. I think... You're, he, you're never going to make a film better than in any genre. Heath Ledger was almost hypnotic, I thought. Oh, he was oh, just, was just I was I was a massive Heath yeah. Ledger fan anyway. I was genuinely gutted when he died. I think he was the most promising actor of our generation. He's done so many wonderful bits. like you know. Just before he gets into the van with the clown mask, and you mm-hmm. can sort of see him, and you, he has just traces of the scars, and, yeah. And just the way that whole scene is shot, and to the use way he's William when Gordon becomes William commissioner, Fitchner? Fitchner? Oh, yeah, great William actor, surname I could ever pronounce. To just use him as the mob bank manager, yeah. to really under to really sow the ground ties that. I just it's fantastic. And then Dark Knight Rises is a mess. Mm. There is no two ways about it. The more I think about Dark Knight Rises, the angrier I get. The the fact there's no sort of passage of time, so Bruce feels like he gets over a broken back in two days, you know, and then just climbs out. And it's clearly longer than well, that. It doesn't feel long enough. Gammy knee just by strapping it up. To be fair, uh, <laughs> right? Exactly. I came and, out at that. Just the exposition. Like even Morgan Freeman looks really disappointed with the script. The point where he goes down and shows you this bit, and he's like, "Oh, and uh." And if need be, you, you can, can just flood, flood this whole area. What well, he almost chamber, you dick? But he almost breaks the fourth wall to tell the audience that, like, he's it's practically a... like, I'm, I'm supposed to be talking to you, but I'm going to look at at the camera because this is Act Three, motherfuckers. Pay attention. It's essentially the Austin Powers oh. Two thing, isn't it? Of, um you know, they're not worrying about time travel thing in terms of the camera, and I suggest you don't bother thinking about it too. Oh. But um, yeah,
1: it's <laughs> that more in the Play of Glass, isn't it? The I, lemon I rang you
0: after the. um after I'd seen it, didn't I? Because you'd seen it as well. To yeah. see what you thought, and it just didn't feel like a Batman film for me. Well, i what a shame that that ending. If he, as Michael Caine's out there, if it pans over and we just catch the edge of a shoulder before it cuts, that would have been Inception yeah. levels of all right. You've left me with an, a wonderful argument to be had among yeah. fanboys for years, and there kind of is. There's still possibility that. All in Alfred's head, and that Bruce does. It's defunct by the Selena Kyles there. Yeah, exactly. If you cut sooner, you could go in and edit it, to be honest, as the camera fans off, just cut, just with a, you know, boom, and it's over. I think you'd get so much more out of the ending, at least. But there are, and the fact the kid is called Robin rather than like his real name yeah, they, is Robin. Why did they just call him Dick Grayson? Because apparently the average <laughs> audience member would know and you're like, fuck I him. don't buy that. i like, <laughs> don't buy that. After, after <laughs> Batman <laughs> animated series and Batman 66 and some much before, Batman and Robin have been part of cultural identity for years, you could do Dick Grayson. Even if you don't know, just the revelation of the build-up to reveal in the name, people would just be like, oh, it must be Robin. Yeah, or well, they'd have to be like, well, I'm just going to have to Google who Dick Grayson is. Oh, it's Robin. Like Fantastic. I have to do several times in Marvel movies. Who the fuck was that character? Oh, yeah! <laughs> they could have given him a different Robin name, which I think would have worked a little bit better. I just, I just question the whole thing of leaving your bat mantle to a guy who accidentally shoots a guy, then throws his gun away.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Well, then, the the other thing as well is it's made me then question lots of things from the rest of the Nolan films, such as they keep reiterating that Batman doesn't use guns. Yet he's happy, to put massive fucking cannons on all of his vehicles. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't use guns, but I will use high caliber. <laughs> Michael <laughs> fucking kill people and the anti-climax <laughs> of Bane being run over by the Batpod, driven by Catwoman that was the thing for me, there was no satisfaction you to know. the closure of the story with Bane it was almost like they were kind of like you know, Bane's the guy who escaped from the pit Bane's the guy who escaped from the pit, no he wasn't, fuck him this is who escaped from the pit, this is where we removed shifting and everything to now my problem with it, is that it means that Batman at best had a six month career, yeah. yeah. let's say there's six months between Begins and Dark Knight there was that period and then after that let's say Dark Knight runs for about two weeks maybe at most I can't imagine Joker could be running around for much more than six months no. before Batman caught up with him I unless think... you've got a really shit Batman <laughs> that's why he's using all the fun I mean days. even six months is being kind <laughs> it's that bit in, uh, in the Dark Knight I never know. I didn't notice the first couple times I watched it we sat down to watch it recently and maybe because of course we've been through the, the sort of credit crunch etc etc but the bit where Joker says um, the thing is the things I like are cheap and they're like gasoline and you're like have you seen the price of petrol <laughs> <laughs> that's not cheap But I don't know in my head now it's the donkey pe- the going up to a petrol station with a little jiffy can hang on the plate can I use next ones on this it's, it's the on, like, whole that, thing that, as that well that part with the nurse and, then, you know, and the, the, the bomb doesn't go off outside the hospital yeah. those bits are great I, I mean, think it is I'm just going to you know and the ending of Batman begins with the R look into it and the. Yeah. Oh, well, that was so exciting, wasn't it? That first time you see that. In yeah. And then Dana Rice comes along, and kind of almost like a hobo, comes along and urinates all over your favourite yeah, thing. Yeah, everything. It's No, no. And as a Heinzburg Steelers fan, they destroyed Heinz Stadium. <laughs> Heinz Field. So, um, didn't all- like I say, my issue with that, and it's kind of like, well, he's taken care of all when I was crying. But I love the whole it might have been on the Ralph Garman Kevin Smith episode of Fat Man on Batman. they were taking the piss out of it it was kind of like going up to criminals me being like you've got a plan for this bank robbery <laughs> no right you're disorganised crime I'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Heath Ledger really? Ooh, yeah. Controversial. I think he did the psycho part of the Joker brilliantly right? terrifying especially that whole pencil trick and all that it's the lick the lips it's really unsettling <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think he did the comedian part right this is all, all I have. in My head is when the Joker makes a joke, you're not sure if you should be terrified or wanting to. But laugh. I don't think the Joker's supposed to be funny. In my no. head, is he's that's the whole thing. The I had a describing. big conversation with a friend about the thing with the pencil. It's like, is it funny? I was like, no,
1: it's supposed to be shocking. That's I was, I was
0: like, well, I laughed, but it wasn't because it was funny. It was because it was, it was, was shocked. I was in so yeah, so shocked by the whole thing. And I think that's the thing with the Joker: is it's not that you find him funny. It's that you nervously laugh because you're worried the guy's going to shoot in no, the face. that's all, all I've always had in my head for the Joker. It should be half harmless clown that you kind of want to laugh at. No, um, I don't think the Joker's ever been That's why I like Mark Hamill, because sometimes in the animated series, it, it feels like I should be laughing and sort of enjoying this. But that, that's the thing I find, particularly with the lines they do on H- the Joker's face and that combined with Hamill's voice, is I'm never... You are never safe mm. with the Joker around yeah. And even if you work for him, what the hell are you doing working for him? You crazy fool. He could turn on You're your retail. It's, it's that terrifying fans. bit in Master the Phantasm where he turns on the it's guy, the guy that's come to him for help. Yeah. It's, it's just it's the way the Mark part. Hamill's like, Chucky, baby! Isn't that the Joker's favour? Because I know. Is that the Master the Phantasm? So, no, there's an The Joker's Favour. When no, that's the Master the Phantasm. It probably oh, does it in that as well, but in Master yeah. the yeah. Phantasm, it's, yeah, it's the guy with the gas mask. Oh, okay. Because all I remember is that uh, some guy cutting the Joker up, and then the Joker, he owes the Joker a favour and he's yeah. constantly on edge. Oh, and that he episode's terrible. That and, um. No, actually, no, it's not. I'm getting that mixed up with, um, I've got Batman in my basement. Sorry, that episode's <laughs> <is laughs> awful. For yourself, I've got <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's like go together while I was set. <laughs> <laughs> One of the kind. Oh, of, well, now I know what happened to Adam West and Burr Ward. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, that. Dark Knight Rises just. I mean it wasn't helped by the you obviously you had the shooting beforehand, it was very difficult to sort of complain about the film at the time anyway, like feeling like you're being disrespectful, but
1: I was some terrified of that. That
0: was the other thing like you know Well Dark Knight set it up so much that it was where could you possibly go from here but down. Do you not get the feeling as well, just looking at interviews at the time and all the rest of it, that the plan changed with Heath Ledger's death? Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I think the plan was to keep escalating yeah whereas Heath ledger's death men they kind of almost return the to the themes the first one, yeah you know but, and so they trying to make a sort of a loop almost that comes back on itself, whereas I really think we would have seen the third part have escalated and it would have probably been a superior film for it. I think we would have continued to see Joker from afar trying to influence other people. I think they may you know I know they're trying to be respectful to the fact that sadly you know Heath Ledger died, but I think there could have been a really interesting storyline where the Joker is is influencing everything from Arkham, and you never see anything other than someone goes to pay him a visit in Arkham, and he kind of, I'm going to make this sound a bit like pulp now from years ago, but he kind of almost breathes on the glass, and you don't see anything other than close-up of some bits so good than anyone and draws a smiley face in it and then mm-hmm. retreats into the darkness just doing the Hamill laugh and you could have asked Hamill to do it because no fan is going to lynch them for hiring Hamill. Well yeah, to do an pretty much the only person that could follow Ledger. And you? I just think that would have been enough to really influence the yeah. fact that the revelation is that all of what would have been the third Nolan film and an even bigger escalation of, of Nolan's stuff, particularly as they were talking about Black Mask. I mean, I always feel like that's the story yeah. so like I would have loved for them to come to Black Mask. Well, that, And that's what they first talked about. Oh, well, let's do one we've never seen before. And of course, Arkham Origins then kind of does that with sort of that, that Black Mask is Joker in disguise having replaced him. I love the idea if, you know, the mob tries to create their own Black Mask, yeah. their own thing, which is, of course, what, the, you know, kind of happens in the comics, but Joker's got to him already yeah. and made it worse. Mm. And it just, you know, and so Batman, by the end, realises. I just love the why idea the of Bruce Wayne walking down uh, to see the Joker in Arkham Asylum because Joker's left enough hints of, I can't, you know, I'm in prison or I'm in uh, the mental institute, but I know I've worked it out who Bruce Wayne that whole Bruce Wayne arc made no sense anyway. His parents are killed so he becomes a crime fighter then his, you know, would-be girlfriend who wasn't even his girlfriend gets blown up and he fucking walks away. So he stops, yeah. It's like, what? And you're telling me all crime for eight years is like, no, better not. Batman might be out there. But that's great as well, the point where you've got the two of them in the two, in, in again, just to keep harping on that, how great Dark Knight was, the two of them in the two different locations. Yeah. And when you, you don't, you guess as an audience, but you're not certain until they get to it. And the way that's played, yeah, of Aaron Eckhart's kind of fantastic performance, I kind of but feel they... the shot last. The shot he takes, and yeah, dribbles out the side of his face is just super. Mm. I I kind of feel they played the army of Batman too soon. They should have saved that from Dark Knight to be what fills the gap between. If they were going to have the eight year gap, that should have been when the Batman oh. rose up. Well, I I kind of almost wish that they had not gone full Two faced with Dark Knight. As weird as that sounds, I wish they'd kind of Two Face carry over, mm. and then Two Face becomes the major villain for the next one, with the Joker sort of pulling some strings from the asylum, sending him twisted messages, and the Black Mask. So finally, the second, the two villain thing is saved back until the third film. Because I again, mean, yeah, like the animated series, I would have liked. Aaron Eckhart was superb. I thought yeah. I would have quite liked there to be more underlined that Two Face is already there. They kind of touch on it a bit when he takes the um, guy who's pretending to be a cop, who's got Rachel Dolls on his name badge. They kind of play it there with how unhinged he slightly is, but there's no real depth to it of like two faces always there. It's the scarring that brings it out. Yeah. There's sort of no real thing of that. But um, yeah, no, it's just anti-climax. What I really want to see in the Batman film, whether they do it with Ben Affleck or whether it's further down the line, is I want to see Batman swinging through wow. the streets. I love the whole thing in Night's End where he stood on the gargoyle. Um, the first one he stood out before he swung out into the night first time as Batman. He's done that whole inner monologue about, you know, all he's got to do, he do is cast out the line. In the and then he can become a thing. I think that's what Spider-Man's missing in films to be fair. I think frankly the fact that the Arkham City game has the ridiculous plot line of you know, a whole chunk of Arkham City being turned into an asylum. If you can look past that, the Arkham Asylum Live from City Games are the closest I think to what I want to see from a yeah. Batman film in terms of the look of it and the feel of it and the, 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 the sort of swooping and the grapnel and the being able to call on the gadgets and the support from base from Alfred. Well, I want to see that. Point. I want to see him doing detective work. Yeah. Proper Definitely. detective work not Definitely. just science. Yeah. Th- these these are the things I'm missing. Not just, <laughs> science you know, <laughs> putting <laughs> it bits Minority <laughs> Report condensed down. To, to wrap it up then let's yeah. go through our favourites. So let's start with favourite Batman movie. Batman, Batman. Ma- Sorry. Batman Master of yeah, Phantasm it's Phantasm. mine too Master of Phantasm okay uh, I mean it probably is the Dark Knight I have to say as much as uh, Dark Knight Rises has cheapened it all for me a bit I, I think I've managed to talk myself back into I can cheapen it more if you want me to I think the live action <laughs> films as much as I love Batman Returns probably Dark Knight is my favourite yeah well favorite. not my okay. favourite it's probably the best Batman Returns is probably my favourite just because I've got a nostalgic soft spot for it yeah, yeah,
1: cool. I don't know but if you put Mullen on DVD in front of me and said you can watch one now it'd probably have to be 89 Batman I think
0: cool nice. favourite Robin cool. as in actor that's played Robin um, or um, <laughs> Chris O'Donnell <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on um, um, a yeah, favourite character Robin I like Tim Drake as Robin, but I like Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I actually think Damien won me over in the end. Oh, the, I haven't read much stuff about him. Uh, yeah, I've not to be fair, so. just because it was a rare example of DC allowing a really good character arc. Tim Drake was my Robin when yeah, I was I know, Batman, Batman comics. I loved his his costume as well. His costume was awesome. <laughs> I have to say, the genesis of, of Damien comes from an Elseworlds. So, yeah, but which is, uh, you know, the Elseworlds is something that DC really needs to just you know bring it back That summer novels. was it ninety three or ninety four? Where all the annuals were Elseworlds stories. There oh, was some great terrible. Batman ones, in that there was one where it was Harvey Dent was Batman, yeah, and then so Bruce I mean, Wayne had to go and take him down. I want to read the Darkest Night as well, Bruce Wayne gets the Green Lantern ring. That's so going be awesome. That's a really good one as well. Particularly when he realises how much willpower it takes to use it, and that actually he's given it. How drawn all this shit over the years? Yeah, and it's harder than he realised. Gotham by, by cool. Gaslight was a really good one as well. Gotham by Gaslight, is superb. Mm. Okay. Plus the, the um, vampire, uh, the, the Bruce Wayne becomes a vampire. That was uh, that was right. really yes.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. 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 that was cool. Okay. But, um, yeah. Um, okay, favourite Batman artist? I'm aware that that's, you know. No, nice as <laughs> much. For me, again, it's going to sound like I'm blowing smoke up his ass, but it is Neil Adams. Ding. That first image <laughs> I saw of Batman in comic form in that. It's just... I always thought John Hamm would be great as Batman because he looks like a Neil Adams drawing. <laughs> I would say uh, the animated series artwork. Yeah, that's Tim. Well, out of my head, especially that flash of lightning when you first see Batman properly. Yeah. Oh. I think mean, it is between that and Jim Lee. Mm-hmm. I do like the hush stuff. Mm. I mean, mainly because Jim Lee draws such a good... I hate comics that tell stories through splash pages and splash pages alone. But a uh, uh, Jim Lee poster or, or um, cover-up, it's just uh, I think there's very much a Neil Adams influence in Jim Lee, Jim Lee's admitted it as well, that's yeah. probably his biggest inspiration, but I mean, I like Jim Lee as well, but if I had to pick an all-time favourite, if it was like there was one person who can draw a Batman for you, it would be Neil Adams. All right, my head now, He's going to come down for true believe he would be like, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> like, I don't draw Batman <laughs> you're just down here for my dungeon.
1: Um, Jim Lee by default but I've got to say Greg Capello as well at the moment I'm loving his stuff I've always loved Greg Capello anyway but, but yeah but Jim Lee by default
0: I have to say one of the, for me one of the weird tests of a, a, an artist is when you see an action figure based on their artwork and if yeah. it looks good or bad yeah. and the Capullo designer figures <laughs> plug ding we have in stock are oh, fantastic it's me, to be fair one of the two best Batman statues I've ever seen and own is the Bruce Timm black and white Batman I did not like the Neil Adams one I must admit no. it just doesn't transfer across well, from well, the doing the, the zombie Batman from the recent black and white that Neil Adams did is a Batman black and white statue that's going to be beautiful yeah that'd be cool yeah. and my um, Batman of the future statue well, Batman Beyond sorry it's a statue uh, cool. it's of, uh, I mean no, Bruce it's, Tim stuff is ace and actually as much as I ragged on Capullo, the Capullo black and white statues they yeah, do yeah. be fantastic yeah. as well so Okay, quickly while well, we're still talking arty Batman. Long-eared Batman or short-eared Batman? Long. Short. Sure. Sure. Depends on the rest of the costume. When I was a kid, I loved the long-eared Batman. When I draw Batman, fucking ridiculous, they'd be like twice the size of him. But um, as I've got older, I really quite like the short, stubby I think the short Batman is but it makes more sense to me. <laughs> That's the grab. Well, apparently <laughs> was it um, the Batman vs. Superman costume coming, uh, gray and blue. I mean, just recently heard. Oh, it's not going to be black, it's going to be grown in a very dark blue. It's going to be based on the... Batman um, Returns. Darkman isn't Returns, isn't it? Frank Miller's enjoying it. Which, you know, there you go, there's something else to fucking hate about that <laughs> <laughs> film. <laughs> I yeah. love the bit in um, Batman Returns where um, Catwoman grabs his ears and fucking <laughs> slams him into her knee. Um, Favourite villain? Favourite villain? Uh It depends. Based on Heart of Ice in the animated series, Mr. Freeze is a superb villain that's never, so, until that point, had never really been touched. Joker's too obvious a pick. Yeah. Uh, I really like Black Mask. Black Mask is really interesting. Yeah. I like how He needs more coverage. I sorry. like Hushbone if he's written properly. Like, House of Hush and Natural original Hush story lines were brilliant. But anything else with him is usually Hush hit. Returns is shocking, isn't it? Yeah. You just really want it to be good and it's just, it's I wouldn't burn it, but, but I won't because it's terrible. terrible. Whereas, yeah, House of Hush is really creepy. Yeah, obviously, also removes used heart. hard. Yeah. Which is a bit involved, but kind of cool. Favourite Batman villain? Bane. Always been a Bane fan. Oh, I, I love the fact that you him. look at Bane, like, particularly if your only exposure to, to Bane is from the Batman films, you look at him <laughs> and just think, he's going to be a mutter from the film, just yeah. a mindless... Yeah. But he's just so intelligent That's and the so story, Absolutely. And so many people do, if they're a ripped character, if they're a big character, they're dumb. Mm. And if they're a smart character, they're... Skinny or normal size. I just found that was fun. Hello, amygdala. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just think it was fantastic. Um, I've all, I've also, I, I liked like Mr. Zaz as well. Yeah. Um, I quite like the idea of Mr. Zaz. It's creepy, right? Yeah, it's it's there's some really good Mr. Zaz stories, but...
1: I quite like Solomon Grundy as well, actually. Yeah. I like the bit in... Is it Long Halloween where he takes him down a, a turkey dinner? I just like
0: that i just trying to picture
1: that now. Yeah, he, he takes it down down to the Suez, Solomon Grunin is down at the Suez, and he just Happy takes it down to I wonder if they'll mention
0: Turkey in a Ben Affleck back now film, so after <laughs> Gili. I mentioned not liking... Gobble, <laughs> gobble. <laughs> I, I, having mentioned not liking on Halloween, it's weird, but I really like the idea of Calendar Man. Mm-hmm. Calendar I just don't Lights, think... You know, I think he's he's there to be salvaged and used in a new storyline now. You know, the the 52 should be exploited in a way where they... Do new versions of the really good stuff, but they seem to just be, be rehashing the rubbish and, and then coming out with occasionally new things. There's a of um, rubbish that are used really well in the animated series, Pop Kings used really well in the animated series, oh, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Touch. I have to say, again, a massively obvious choice, but I think Harley Quinn as yeah. yes. well is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, her animated series um, is pretty. It is, yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. But yeah, um, favourite Batman writer? Mm. <laughs> Shall will give me ideas. It's Denny O'Neill for me, just because Nightfall falls the sem- stuff in the centre, he did some awesome Green Lantern stuff as well. Um, Chuck Dixon's. Chuck Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dating now. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, more because of Black Mirror than the current stuff, which is still, as I said, better than it has any right to be, really. Scott Snyder. Yeah, uh, I think Scott Snyder's Black Mirror is everything I wanted from a Batman story, um, and just doesn't so get enough love.
1: Yeah, Snyder. Because I'm reading his stuff at the moment, loving
0: it. Cool. I, just, I just, I think I would be able to say Snyder hands down, but I'm just at the point where I have a year zero fatigue. <laughs> I need yeah. I need to end yeah. one more issue, but it's it's outstanding, it's welcome for me. Gotham Central as well and mine's gone completely blank he did Brubaker Sleeper as well and, um, yeah Ed Brubaker yeah, that was that was fine. superb but um, yeah I mean I think that's pretty good. we've done movie favourite Batman score quickly what? Elfman for me Batman what? score <laughs> music theme, music oh, yeah Batman
1: Batman
0: yeah. That's okay. it. <laughs> no. I've not in the podcast Elf seen Elf, that. <laughs> although I can't think of any. Uh, every time I think of Elfman and music, I always think of the, the Family Guy, Star Wars. So. <laughs> but cool. All right. then I, I think can... that's it for the uh, Batman one. So well, Happy Batman Day, everybody. Happy, happy Batman, Batman Day. The Dark Knight. What's that about? I'm, I'm sure we'll have to do a quick follow up when we realise we missed something. May nice But. <laughs> Oh, don't forget next year when we have 75 years of Robin. <laughs> I'm just not for that one. Chris O'Donnell, special guest. <laughs> he's not he's doing NCIS. <laughs> and he's used to fish out some green underpants. I know. That's fine. they yours, not mine. Well, it's uh, it's it's back goodbye from me.
1: And it's back goodbye from him.
0: And that was terrible. Yeah, I'm regretting the back goodbye. <laughs> thing think, to be honest. Edit quickly. It's so long. And thanks for all the laughing fish. <laughs> That's better. and a farewell yeah thanks guys cool thank you and um, we'll see you next time or you'll not see you but yeah we'll watch you (laughs) listening to this get creeped out out (laughs) get off the toilet